You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Tell me they've exploded the underground blast What they say is happening's gonna happen at last That's the way it appears And they tell me the fault line runs right through here that may be then that may be what's gonna happen is gonna happen to me that's the way hello welcome to Axe to Grind. The uh, premier hardcore podcast uh, it is what it is you know what it is it is us talking about hardcore is it is and it is. You know what it is. It's a, it I mean, is. You know, Episode 28? I, is that right? Yes. think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. So let's do the intros. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And our guest today. I'm Mac. So Just Mac. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, so Mac shares a name with a famous person, which is going to lead Little to... Little Mac. Uh, right from Punch-Out? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. All right, cool. He shares a name with a famous person, which might make the listing of this particular podcast... Uh, Interesting. Did you see the McVengers? The McVengers. Yeah, cosplay outfits. They have um, Grimace as Thanos. Oh, that that makes sense. Though. And then they had a whole spinoff. Apparently, it was a whole thing. Okay. I was, well, I was pretty fascinated. You know, with our Mac with our, Grimm, it's always with our Moon. What's that? Mac Mac Moon, Knight. Uh, Mac at night. Yeah. Mac at night. Mac Knight. Like. Uh, see, well, I have, was it a Mac the Knight? No, I think oh. it's Mac the Knife. Mac the Knife. Yeah. That's yeah, the the original. <laughs> right, but this is Mac at night. This is the one that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, no, of course. When you short time well, Mac now, the Night. I'm waiting, I don't think so. I'm waiting for the McVengers to get co-opted by some sort of radical group. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> well, uh, Vegans are going to take I it I do over. like the Grimace Thanos mashup. Ingenious. Whoever originated that, sent it, hit us up. You're getting a mug. Now, I haven't, mug, mug, mug. I haven't been to a McDonald's except to go to the bathroom in many, many years. <laughs> that's how vegan you are. That's how vegan I am. You want to hear how vegan I am? I haven't eaten at McDonald's since two, uh, 1999. Maybe. No shit. Just because the food's gross. That's so. probably like longer than Pat's not eating. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked with a fry, maybe. I had my first McDonald's French fry in since 1996. Uh, oh, two weeks ago. Because they're not oh, animal really? fat anymore. Because they're not. They don't uh, have. They're, they don't have animal fat. They have an animal. Oh, yo, oh. if you ask my my father, they haven't used real animal fat in a long time. No, they, maybe some weird subsidiaries. Because when he when they change from just like cooking it in the hide of a pig yeah. he was like that was so good and then he changed <laughs> it to some Messing he was like mm, it's okay so beef tallow is what I understand oh uh, it was in uh, there yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so at any rate uh, you know, I gotta admit beef tallow that's my new MC name it's pretty good MC it could beef be, tallow it also would work as a good black metal band yes beef tallow that's true like that. just like animal fat everywhere has McDonald's fallen off culturally because do you when I was a kid I thought that the McDonald's characters were Still iconic, right? Like they were sure. still every. Uh, do you Ham- see? Am I-, I don't know. I I mean, I like the Hamburglar. I think something? people still know Ronald, but I don't. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know anyone like yeah. just talking about what, what were like the weird little like things that followed Grimace. I haven't seen oh, yeah, no, mention of those. Oh right, yeah. Or the bird. There was like a bird one. Holy yeah, shit, no, there was a whole. Yo, know, there's a whole. He bird. had like a tribe. If you want, if you, Mayor McCheese, um, I haven't thought of that. Hamburglar. I've referenced them before. There's, there's. I've dove into the McVerse a while ago. People might about know. eight or ten years ago. It's an extensive <laughs> I, yeah. world. I feel like Ronald McDonald has been relegated to people taking like filthy pictures with him at rest stops. Right. Yeah. Like him, like, hey, I'm sitting on a bench and like, They're here's my mouth on. in his face. <laughs> yeah, 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 mouth yeah. in his crotch. Yeah, Ronnie's yeah. the worst, least deep depth character of the McVerse. I, I do encourage people to check it out. I don't know if there's any good fanfic out there. That might be your next... I think the, I mean it, there's got to be some something on you porn. Yo, here's a question for you. <laughs> yes, McDonald's comes at you. We know you're a vegan, all that. Um, here's a nice five figure check. We need a six issue McDonald's universe story. Here's the existing characters. Got to be for family friendly. You know what? This is going to play into some of the things we talk about today because I maintain that uh, as a as a person who works like I write fiction, I could do it with literally any spin and feel no sort of way. But, you know, when the rubber hits the road, I don't think I could for McDonald's. Because they'll definitely make the, the villain vegan. Yeah. Dear yeah. Patrick. It's true. We listen to Act to Grind, big fans. We heard you speak about Mac at night. <laughs> and we need someone, Some someone to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any ideas? Uh, let us know here. Let us know where your Venmo is. We got two hundred just for the the concept. Yeah, it's easy. He comes out <laughs> and says explicitly, "I am not a racist." Right. You know what I mean? That's the first move for Mac at night. He's just got to telegraph that shit. Do we get Unity fries that are like mixed colors? Oh, you know what? Rainbow? That's not bad. That's kind of cool. That's not, uh, he's got to do something because who's the villain in the like? I think that's I where mean, you pivot to Mary McCheese being kind of corrupt so it can be McDonald's against the government. Uh, well, the thing I thought, an interesting idea is that Mary McCheese and the Hamburglar have, oh. have not an adversarial relationship, but like, when you know when in the neighborhood when somebody becomes a cop and somebody becomes a criminal and yeah. they still know each other quite of well and yeah. they nod to each other? That's like every Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ben I Aff- think we could write one for you. So too, ben Affleck. Would I be the cop? The no, you'd be the, you'd be the good guy. And then the other people you know from the hardcore world are all bad guys. Yeah, or from Sunset Port growing up. Yeah, yeah right, right. you'd end up dead in yeah. the movie. Um, okay. That's cool. Yeah, but a hero. Yo, but a hero. But a hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they right, remember like you some ladies, like, hire, like groceries home. Yeah. That come up the the back of the head. I picture, I picture Arnold being dropped into the vat of molten metal. Like, So Mary McCheese and Hamburglar... We see their origin story growing up together. Things turn. Yeah, it's it's Affleck. It's it's but yeah. uh, this is definitely a hardcore podcast. It is. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do the Sam thing. Uh, do you like hardcore? Uh, do you remember hardcore? This is hardcore. Uh, Triple B Records. Please go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. Use the promo code Axe to Grind. Spell it out. Ten percent discount on everything. Everything, everything. Go nuts. Uh, do you have anything on Triple B Records that you can think of? Anything that strikes you? Do you remember anything on there? Uh, that Candy record come out? Yeah, sure did. did. We and pick up recent. that a dozen times. Yeah. We, we are I'm really so down. my go-to. I'm in, the, I'm in the tank for Candy. Oh, we're all in the can- tank. And well, you re- missed them. They're oh, recording yeah. their yeah, yeah, surprise set. Um, so Candy, again, we shout them out all the time. Let me think of a deep cut for it. Um... Go back, see if Sam and and if it's not available for purchase, purchase something cool, uh, purchase one of the dad hats. Those are always nice. 
Um, purchase some of his yeah wearables uh, and go back and see if you can find the Lion Weight material. One of the very first Triple B releases, uh, named after a quicksand ba- song. The band is from San Antonio, Texas. Did a few tours to Southern California about 10, 11, 12 years ago. And uh, they were a cool band. Shout outs to Josh Huskin. Um, still doing his thing in San Antonio, photographer. Uh, Triple B Records. Thanks, Sam. Real quick, San Antonio. Overrated, underrated? Um, How is it general? rated? <laughs> well, we talked about it, I think, once, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe on Twitter. And oh, well, because the bitter end dudes like were like mad? Kind yeah, of? Like, well, no, I think they, they were prideful. Prideful. That's the way I'd put that. So, you know this. I I am like, I like Albany, New York. Yeah. Right, that's you, a, you can go like in for a shit town. I can go in. No, not totally unironic. Unironic, yeah. Um, if if I if something befell me and I was all by myself, I moved oh, to San Antonio, buy a house for thirty five thousand dollars, and <laughs> have a nice steady job. On um, David Robinson Road or something. Ooh, yeah. that'd be cool. Uh, Admirable. Let's let's pick up it. I think you know what? Because in Texas, it gets shit on a lot. I'm saying I'm oh, San Antonio. I, does? Yeah, it does because everybody loves Austin. I used to beef most of Texas in general in the last like year or two. I've grown to maybe like San Antonio's second best. Yeah. Like, Austin being number cool. one still or? Yeah, Dallas grew on me too. Dallas, Dallas grew. Dallas I still grew. don't really yeah, like Houston all that much. I, but, uh, I just haven't found the spots. Yeah. People have said spots. Houston. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> but people say no, Houston underrated art scene, um, underrated like food scene. town in Texas? Austin. It's Austin. No, 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 no. It's like which McAllen one? Or no, you're talking. No, it's gotta be no, Lubbock. No, 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 no. You're talking about um, Marfa. Marfa. Oh, right. And it's we, not. We've talked it's about like this. Um, it's almost fiction. Look oh, at really? it on. Look at it on Google Maps. It's like cool because it's literally the no, middle of nowhere. Like population is probably less than five thousand. Oh, like that it's band XX like did a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, it's it's a great place for photo shoots. Oh, okay. yeah. and there's like uh, a couple like high end fashion stores there that it's almost just like the forgotten line item. Um, San Antonio. Is underrated now because it gets kind of shit on by the rest of Texas because Austin is a really cool place. And so there's the Keep Austin Weird stickers. There's Keep San Antonio Boring stickers as a response. Some good food spots in San Antonio. Can live for 35000 <laughs> Can live Let's nice. Do it. Can live nice. <laughs> good vegetarian place called Green. Okay. Maybe my favorite vegetarian place in uh, Texas. Yeah, there's a, a couple venues. spots in Austin, but good. They have a few cool venues too. Yeah. Was it uh, Lucky Rabbit? Um, uh, used to be the White Rabbit. White Rabbit now it's it. they changed the name to uh, not White Oak or something. Is it? Mm. No, that's, that's in Houston. That's White Oak Music Hall, mm. which is also in Canoka Park. The Alamo <laughs> Dome. Uh, cool. What was the place in San Antonio? More of like a punk hardcore kind of place. Corova. It's the place that's themed after Clockwork Orange. There was that, and there was like Sanctuary Thirteen. Oh, uh, like that a leaf on the back, mm-hmm. and it was this dude. Um, Um, Willow, this dude named Willow book shows there. Yeah, so I mean, I think you know what it does. It should firm answer underrated uh, birthplace and not necessarily like like those dudes from Iron Age. A couple of them grew up in and around Austin, but a couple of them grew around San Antonio and then started when they got older moved to Austin because it's yeah, a cooler place to be when you're 20. Um, but uh, yeah, no underrated big ups. I don't. I don't think I would tell someone necessarily to move to Texas, but <laughs> but if you I find yourself there, dive. but if you find well, we've gone, we're going, we're it's going a sideways. Podcast. Why not? Why not? How about Midland, San Antonio? Texas. I would live there. Midland, I would live I there would in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would live in San Antonio. I would live in Dallas. If there was an ocean by Dallas, I'd move there tomorrow. 
I think Amanda would go in for that. She would not go back to San Antonio, but I would. Mm. Super hot. So I'd paint peel off new cars there. Yeah, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, really I'm, hot. I know. Um, okay. Shout out. So, uh, Mac, if you want to, we don't do interview format, but if you just want to tell people who you are. I'm just a guy. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. I'm from the valley, pretty much. Where? Uh, the Gora Hills, a little north of the valley. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, What's the valley? San, it's the, um, what valley? San Fernando Valley, yeah. San, no, 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 where Agora Hills is. It's some valley. I mean, Agora Hills is just north of San oh, Fernando right. Valley, What's, really. Okay, yeah. But uh, its know. big exports are Hoobastank and Lincoln Park. Wow. Uh, yes, you're good. Yeah. My homies. So uh, your your current profession is people might know you because your your band, which you it, it was a ska punk band, and self booked. Very confused band. Well, well yeah, it. but yeah. You, you were like toddlers, literally. Like it, it, you were very young people. I mean, only broke up three years ago, so I was full adult still making. But how dumb old decisions. were you? How old were you when you started? Uh, I was fifteen. Right. Uh, right. Our, my brother who played guitar was nine years old. Uh, now he works in an office. Yeah, <laughs> that's where that goes. But you were actively touring. People know. So okay, it's an interesting thing. Uh, Mike B from uh, Spiritual Cramp, also Creative Adult, uh, and, and uh, before that, All Teeth, right? Yeah. Every time I step outside with Mike B, somebody goes, "Yo, are you from All Teeth?" Now, All Teeth was not like a big uh, band, step right? outside in California. No. No. Because that's the thing. The more hick town it is, the more somebody oh, steps right. out and goes, Alt- yo, you from Altice? Mm-hmm. Because they toured like mm-hmm. the, the same way Mac did, yeah. where on you know on very little, just toured and toured and yeah. toured. So, and you forget that that's, the people recognize you from they remember that. that yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the conservative, like, uh, that's a gerrymandering for a hardcore band? There you go. <laughs> or well, a punk band. You know what I mean? Yo, go play the shit spots. I actually am a huge fan of that. Go play the shit spots because it means so much to them. Oh, I, they'll I, remember you forever. Well, I, I feel like just like Mike, like if I ended up in Midland, Texas, for example, like we were just saying, the same twenty kids are going to either show, whether it was right. them or us. So, like, if you run into anybody who recognizes anything from any subculture in Midland, Texas, they probably know all the same bands. Yeah. You know, uh, but those touring acts that like. I don't think of because I didn't catch, but we're on a small circuit all the time. Anyway, the point is that... Yeah, we ate shit, made bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ate shit, made bad decisions, but uh, people may know you from that. And now they might know you, but may not know you because you're kind of operating on a higher level. You are. When I say you're a merch guy, that's not entirely accurate because your responsibilities are a bit more uh, extensive than that. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm uh, still... I'm a merch manager, I guess, if you want to make yeah, it sound nice cooler. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it really depends on uh, the tour I'm on. Uh, I don't know. Happy to still be traveling and seeing some shit. This we had humble. He he does yeah. he does he, he between him his brother and is your mother part of the business? No, no. no. Okay. Uh, My wife is at a oh, different yes, company. Yes. But, well, yeah. your wife's in the industry. It's yeah. Very, it's an interesting thing that your family does. But uh, very big shows, like the biggest of shows. Big shows. Guitar shows. guitar music as big as guitar music gets. You might be in the you might be uh, selling shit there. Uh, possibly. Usually, if it's a bigger thing, I'm not selling. I'm just Walking making sure around. they stay stocked. He's just, making sure things are yeah, running. Yeah, manager. But, uh, but yeah, I do merch for bands. We can just call it that. <laughs> and Mac and I talked, and and I was very happy because I was like, oh, you know, are you still enjoying it? And you still are still I'm loving in. the road. Yeah, totally. Which is interesting because you have been doing it since you were 15. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I still have to change it up every once in a while. I started doing like bus tours only two years ago, and uh, every now and then I have to shake it up and like sleep on some couches just to not get sick kind of, of it. Knock, yeah, knock the Yo, wheels let's, off. let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah. I've mentioned that so self defense went on a terrible tour. And Andy Rice was filling in for us. Uh, so mm. people at home, Andy Rice is, uh, was a booking agent, but also played in Sinking Ships, played in uh, Meltdown, and played in A Storm of Light. And Physical uh, Challenge. And Physical Challenge, thank you. Uh, now currently playing in Ladies' Night. Uh, so whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it's like Physical Challenge members playing. Like, I want, I want like, like glam rock, like, like people lay, rolling over the tops of, 80s Ferraris, you know what I mean? For the, with the band, with the name Ladies Night? Yeah. Agreed. But I want it sleazy. See, I want sleazy. I want, I want Andy not to be sleazy. in a sleazy. They're not sleazy. Let's stop. I want Andy to be in a sleaze band. I think that's what he I want wants. I want a solo project. I think that's what he wants. At any rate. What's holding you back? All right. <laughs> At any rate. So people that know Andy, uh, a little background, whatever. He did this terrible tour with us where he was the most grateful to sleep underneath uh, coffee desks. tables uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it was and I was like what is wrong with you like you know what I mean like you gotta be physically uncomfortable and you work in an office now why aren't you happy and he's like I love this shit I love how bad it gets I don't give a fuck it gets like broken into you at a certain yeah, point that like you just don't know it's like reverse Stockholm Syndrome almost you do it to yourself well, p- people, oh yeah people think I'm like like I'm getting older and I, I, and touring is easier for me because of the financial thing I make. I'd mm-hmm. like, you know, the thing I do for a living, I can make money Work on the road, out. but the actual physical part of it, I sleep in the van every night. Like that's just the, what I mm-hmm. like to do. Even in the summer, even in the summer. And yeah, they think stealthy. it's, they, they think it's the funniest thing. Cause I'll sweat through things. I'll like be disgusting. I'll like hallucinate because, because I just like, I, that's where I'm at. So I, yeah. I guess I get it. I get the Stockholm syndrome of like, I mean, if, oh. if a van's moving, I'll sleep better than I will at home. But yeah. uh, I can't just sit there in a parking lot cooking. Like, oh no, I, I see it as a challenge now. Yeah. I'm like sweat lodge style. <laughs> so, um, have either of you guys, Tom? Have either of you guys done a bus tour? I have once. And Tom? I have not. No. You got well, robbed. We gotta you get got that. Robbed. We gotta get that. That's no, in Europe fair. I did, I guess. But oh, not yeah, like a nightliner, I mean. nightliner. Okay, okay. What's the what difference? was the bus? What were you in? Was it a school bus? What the fuck? No, it was like a step down from a nightliner. It was oh. like we used to call it the Frank the Falkenberger or whatever. It was like whatever company <laughs> that booked us over there, like it was like we have this. There were no like bunks or anything. Like, uh, we sat, like <laughs> what you stare staring at each other? <laughs> you didn't no. have your own bunk. No. Oh, there were no bunks. There were no bunks. I don't think there was a bathroom. Is that technically a bus? What were you paying? It was a large vehicle. Yo, you know, self defense has been in a bus. This is made for Armored sense. Drug, no, I mean, drug church has been in a bus. Uh, oh, church. <laughs> I and mean, this was also 1997. Right. So, I mean, number one, who was touring like punk and yeah. hardcore bands in 1997? I mean, like, I think at that point, uh, Slapshot and Sick of It All had done the Resistance Backpack Tour uh, 200 times. No, I, 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 I was know, thinking. The, I was thinking the only chance was some somewhere in, in Europe that you maybe got a bus tour. Yeah, you know we never what I mean? did it here. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Man. It was alright. It was alright. I love but no I, bunk. I was thinking, if you have your own bunk, no. So we put like mattresses across like the back of the thing, and like it was like one person here, one person here, one person in the crevasse. It was not great. Oh. So uh, I fucking loved it. Like loved it. 
And yeah. my bandmates uh, were, ter- what did you do were terrified. You it was the Every Time I Die tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. And in Europe, that's a big enough deal that, like... Man, were you sharing yeah. one? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Please, come on. <laughs> come on. Did you share Oh, there's band? the drug yeah. church bus. It was going to be a fun tour. It was, it was three, buses on, or three bands on the same bus because one of the bands only had two members. So, so it well, was... Who else uh, 68. Okay. Uh, so so yeah. it was... Uh, I personally, like... To me, that was lap, like lap of luxury sort of shit. But would you feel? I, I I feel like I would feel too claustrophobic in those little bunks. Everybody else did except for me. People, I, people thought they were dying. I used to get that way. I yeah, used to get did. like crazy jaw cramps from just being worried about hitting deer. And once yeah. you like accept, like you're probably gonna roll off a cliff and you won't even know it. Uh, I, okay. I sleep better than yeah, you got the you got the air conditioning right above your face, like right, and you sleep with your feet. At, towards the front of the bus, right? So if you can't, yeah, yeah. you stop short, you hit your feet, not your neck. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> gamble. I, I gamble even further than that. But it it, <laughs> it, it is uh, it it does it is stressful for people that like I can sleep. You know what I mean? Like, right. but my bandmates, particularly the the two that were in the, they got the last pick, and they were. They were. They might have been out. Their heads might have been outside the front of the bus. That's how oh, wow. forward they were in that bus, and they would wake up numerous times in the night, shaking. You know what I mean? Because because oh, how scary it like, could be. How does Andy get in and out of one of those bunks? He's a large fella. You know what? I never saw him get in and out. Maybe he. Maybe he slept standing up. For all I know, I never saw him he was get like working out. out as he's yeah, maybe. I don't so know. If you gave me my own bunk on a bus, it would be. As soon as answer bus. All right, see ya. Boom. I mean, that's Into what, the, the. You know, the, I don't load shit, so that's what I did every moment yeah. of every I'd day. I go full out. What is uh, uh, Trank, uh, uh, Superman? The uh, his sea spot, of tranquility. Not the sea of tranquility. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a great effort, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Fortress, Fortress of Solitude. Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. Oh my god. Amazing. Here's the thing. Just I blew it up. I never sleep late, but I would sleep until like past. Oh, you're just in. Perfect Ultimate darkness. darkness. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, amazing! Um, so we're gonna probably touch on tar- touring as we kind of cycle through here. Um, let's hit some quick hits. We haven't done quick hits for a while. No, it's true. No. Quick hits. Quick hits. We need to. We need to follow need the Shasta model. Does he have a soundboard? Oh. No, we have songs for every single thing. Oh yeah, that, I, everybody tells me that's like a it's very like abusive strategy. That he's like. Answer that emails, bitch. Yeah, see, it's I, like him. It's pretty funny. Wow. I, 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 I mean, it fits. The I model. like it's yours. Not. I like your sound effects as we go through. I feel like they just add. It's more. It's like organic. It, it is. It's true. It's. It's. You get a new version every time. Natural okay. insane. We, we can have some drops though, if we need to. Let's I go mean, full morning zoo. We could. I yeah. wanna. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets to be Elvis Duran? Um, yeah. I, I just is like uh, a slide whistle. <laughs> A quick, a quick aside about that every time I die tour. Yeah. Uh, we were told before our tour manager came up to us and was like, was like, uh, I met the guys. And this is, so I'm going to attempt to do my British accent. So for, peop- for people <laughs> in England. For people no, in no, England. No, no. I want to say that. For he people actually, in England. He did a really good. Um, you guys were going back and forth with Bane. Yours was wonderful, but he did. A, you were surprisingly good. So. Well, now I'm not. Now it's just. No gonna, survivors, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to put a fucking funny voice jar out and you're going to leave with extra loot. Our British store manager was like, I met some of the lads smashing the brilliance. He does all that shit. And then he, and right. it, he says, they did give me one note though. Don't, if at night, don't address or look at Jordan. And, and, and we all thought he was joking. And we still don't know if he was. Jordan was totally pleasant. But we all—they're all really nice dudes. Yeah, but we all made a note not to 
like when we're getting in the bunk, we're like, I guess don't make eye contact with Jordan. But like, it it, it might have been. Obviously, it might have been a work because oh, I know he's such a nice Super guy. Fucking funny, so right. I can yeah. picture him being like, "All right, so this tour, don't, yes. don't look me in the eye. Like that's going to be my thing." Yeah. And let's see if yes. anybody dies. Right. And, and he's uh, like those fucking nerds from drug church, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was a total sweetheart of a dude. I actually, I like that move though. Imagine you're just like, "Look, like, yeah, I love you. You can come. You can come stay at my house." After eleven o'clock, I go, I go full, I go full uh, Mogwai. Yeah, (laughs) you know, don't don't give me food, don't look at me, don't talk to me, or things get ugly. Like I'm with that. I like that. But I actually. Because I didn't know if it was a work, you know what I mean. You heard on the side of caution. You're like, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking say anything. He's long conning you for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you followed the note from the lads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smashing, smashing, brilliant. <laughs> so, the, uh, you adjusted to the darkness. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> of course, that's what he of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's him after dark. You start yeah. talking that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, let's hit some quick. Well, yeah, please. Uh, we don't we don't end with heavy ones. We start with them. Okay. Um, Bunch of bad shit going down recently, and uh, one of the cool things about fucking hardcore punk, ba ba ba, is that um, you see it. People try to come together and do things to help other people. Uh, we're with it. We're really all about that, and it's not to say that you're required or expected to, uh, but if you've got the funds, if you've got the resources to help and the desire, there's a few pretty important. <sighs> relevant good people whatever that means um who've had some hard times recently um i also like a bit mm, of a hot take hard times. you don't even need to be a good person when you get as banged up as these dudes do yeah you know what i mean you could be yeah. a piece of shit and i still might throw you some fucking money cause, right because the shit is yeah. serious you know it, but I mean? this just happens to be three yeah, happens, three pretty good ones happens yeah. to be people everybody vouches for sure drop dead singer singer drop dead brian uh, bob I think. bob yeah bob uh, yeah uh, My man. Uh, so Bob fell off his motorcycle, from what I understand. Uh, skidded out and uh, did some did a roll. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and uh, I mean motorcycles. Broke some bones. Yeah, he broke some fucking bones. But and yes, he didn't drop dead. No, he did not drop dead. He's persevering, and apparently he's had a number of medical like issues this past few years. All right. So this motherfucker. Maybe he's coming in for like a full tune-up. Then. Well, this, he's in. you know what? I hope he does because he, apparently he had some bad spinal shit. And oh, look, okay. yeah. if he's he, a big dude, too. It, yeah, big he guy. Is. He's if, a big fella. Underrated when you see them that this big kind of like fella. He's got a, he's got a cool guy. energy actually. Oh, amazing! Cool. You ever and see Drop Dead? Guy. Yeah, like, you would be shocked to think how like some festival in Arizona. I feel like you guys might have played that. You were one of the like fifteen people there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, the fest was so bad it stopped after our no. year. No, really? Yeah, yeah. It was like the second year. And it was it like was, actually like a decent lineup was, uh, was within that, these walls. Is that was called. Yes, it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So the first night was H two O Youth of Today. Yeah, mm-hmm. not great. bad. Awesome. Second night was was half full, but it was fun. The <laughs> second night or the first first night? night. Yeah, first yeah. night. Second night was probably. Well, maybe third. Sick of it all played the second night. Sick of it all headlined. We remain support. Drop dead. Nails. Twitching tongues. I forget who. It was like a crazy show. Like a lot of local and regional stuff. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. And it's just where is this Arizona? Arizona. Yeah, Yeah. it was in uh, spot. Yeah, Mesa at the uh, not the the underground, the Nile. Nile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard good. And Arizona's just one of those spots that it's uh, it's tough. They come, it's up and, and down. Like Moscow and goes. would come here and do a thousand people. Everyone's like mad that like regular hardcore didn't do well. I was there. Then the it f- took a couple years off, and then they did An and Judge, and they also got did well. I, I was there the first year, and it was like 
maybe not sold out, but pretty packed. And I can't remember who played it, but Stretch it, Armstrong. Mm. That's right. Wow. MPB played it, and that's why we played two. They're like, oh, this would be great. You know, we did so well last year, and then we then we played the next year, and it was like. So uh. what, what do we chalk that up to? Like, I mean, Arizona, I think, is tough for literally anything I think except it's for the waves. glossiest. No, and I think punk. it waves. I think it just goes in waves, you know? And that's well, what they're saying. Like, Converge would play the same room and draw 900 kids. Uh, but Nails and Drop Dead, Sick of It All in Decision, did 200 kids. It's crazy. Yeah. The hard part is Arizona. Uh, w- w- how far is it from L.A.? Five hours? Uh, Six. Six? But, you know, Guess what? Eight. If you live in L.A.? You're not driving to Mesa. No, well, you sure. get all those same shows in LA, probably surrounding that fest. Exactly. Also, and it's such a bummer. Out. Whereas people from Mesa are like, "Oh, LA show? Yeah, no big deal. Let's shoot over." You know, right. so it's hard. I think it's hard to build a local thing to keep it sustainable. Yeah. We can get um, out of Arizona also if you yeah, go to LA. Exactly. <laughs> I also. Uh, I'm a fan of Arizona. I'd move there tomorrow. Actually, I don't know if I would. I, I, would. I uh, although, although, although I'm Give big on I'm big on Lake Havasu uh, I know. Instagram yeah. right now. Big on it. <laughs> like you're big, like you're no, way no, into yeah, it, or you're like, okay, he's, gonna be, he's like, gonna be a man yeah. on there. I'm way into it. I, Have you like, been to Lake Havasu no, actually? No. I'm, I'm curious. It's going to remind you a lot more of Albany than you think. <laughs> I mean, the the Instagrams I follow remind me a lot of think uh, about the local fingers in Schenectady. Uh, think about it, local like parks with a lake <laughs> near Albany. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. that's that's Lake yeah. Havasu. I like Arizona. I do too. So. I like I top like, fifteen state. I like Drop Dead. Yeah. Really, yeah, I like Drop Dead on shows like that. I actually think it was that, cool. Yeah. I was psyched. Yeah. So, uh, at any rate, Bob's fucked up. Uh, not this Bob. Bob, I think his name. Bob Drop Dead. Uh, Bob Drop Dead is fucked up. Uh, and like I said, it's it's a compounding situation. I I guess things were starting to turn around for him. Uh, physically, and then he took the spell. Then this happens. Yeah. So uh, if if you see that GoFundMe or whatever it might be. We're going to put out links on all these. Yeah, we'll put them in uh, in the Twitter and in the description yeah. maybe. Everybody yeah, do, yeah. Do, yeah. do what you can. Yeah. Do what you can there. And, and honestly, we'll I'm probably going to give dude like two bucks. And, and here's the thing I need everybody to understand about that Everyone is, gave two bucks. yo, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody give two bucks. It's cool. You right. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, don't feel like, you know, like uh, you look around this room and yeah, exactly. Yeah, people get I don't all, got a lot or, of loose people dollars. Get all or nothing. Yeah. And, and life's not necessarily like that. Every little bit helps. Man named Jimmy Gestapo. Jimmy Drescher. Mm. Murphy's Law. A wonderful guy. Arf, arf, arf. A, uh, a, a, a cold, a warm individual and a cold-blooded entertainer, as as he said at the beginning of the uh, Boston song that features him. And a true first wave New York yes. hardcore dude. Oh hell yeah! Like like He's it's Harley, guy. him, dudes like Ross Roger. around Roger. That's it, you know. Um, so he has some. Gall, yeah, tell me right. Gallbladder issues? Yeah, and some other things that he's going through. He was in Mount Sinai for a while. Probably up, uh, yeah, at this at the time we're recording it's probably about a week. What's what's a week at Mount Sinai? God. You probably go to you can probably go to Lake Havasu for a good month. You can probably fuck. buy Lake Havasu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's upwards, I think the GoFundMe's up upwards of like they're asking for like forty thousand dollars because right. he has no insurance. Because mm. he's, he's, he's self employed. He's yeah. a touring musician and he works like he, he does, does a work, lot of yeah. like building it like mm-hmm. he builds bars and restaurants yeah. and that sort of stuff. And it's but he's self employed, yeah. so yeah. So. Yo, which I should say, let me just go on a soapbox for mm-hmm. a second here. Uh, if you are like a total corporate motherfucker and you don't know shit or, or like a state worker and you don't know shit about being uninsured, yeah. God bless you. That's good for you. Yeah, but but I but I think that everybody should uh, reconfigure their fucking brain to mm. not look at being uninsured as something that's for like 
Uh, like shitty sleazy people right no, shitty right. sleazy yeah. people and, and uh, a fact of fucking life if you pursue certain uh, avenues mm-hmm. of, of certain careers that uh, you all end up benefiting from and enjoying yeah. you know what right. I mean so, whether it be you eat at the bar that he yes. built or you went to go see his band exactly right, right. and so right. I mean yo I, I was talking with Amelia about this you got to ride the ruckus this weekend. I did. Going pretty quick. Yeah. I got a little nervous. Yeah. No, right. Cause I only quick. hit 35, but I'll tell you, 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 you feel leave, it. You leave that thing at 35 miles per hour. It's uh, lights out for me. I, I got in an accident on a moped going 35 in South Boston mm. 10 years ago now. And, uh, is that also a Ben Affleck movie? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I, I, I woke up. Bank. I was dressed like a I woke up in Charlestown t- <laughs> tied to the bed. Um, <laughs> I smashed my knee, something wicked. Uh, didn't have insurance. Still don't. And was like, that's it. I'm fucked. Done. Walked, hobbled for six to eight months. And was like, after a week, you go, okay, all right. I'm, this is going to be all right. I'll figure this out. But I was jammed up for six months because what am I going to do? It didn't end up being anything major. No, you're just hoping. But if I could have gone to the doctor like a couple of days later, <laughs> it would have been really nice instead of being like gimpy McLimp for a month and a half you yeah, know for, for people that that have never, ha- have never had to worry if your bones are going to fuse the wrong way mm. uh, it, just it, bear bear some respect uh, to, to people that are in that particular struggle uh, which uh, regardless of how you feel about responsibilities or uh, of uh, of the nation uh, mm. almost any sane person can agree that your buy-in by paying taxes should be the fact that you fucking get taken care of when your knee gets fucking severed. You, you like know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you would like to think. So, so everybody Jimmy bear G, that in mind. Yeah, I and, mean, they don't give you a break if you're not insured. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you're like, well, we'll pay on a sliding scale. We'll give you a break. now. No. So... There's uh, a dude who I also know has been a part of many efforts to... Tons of benefits. Take care of people who are in need in a similar space. So uh, consider that as well. Um, And as someone who knows that dude, you know, well, he's a legit guy. Yeah. He's a very, very sweet, kind guy once you get to know him. The the gregarious laughter, smile in a room full of people... um, even the ones who are scowling, he can bring a smile to. That's who that guy is. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a special dude, and there's not a lot of people like him. So True. And uh, not. We, we got a third fella who I don't know. I don't know either. Tom, you don't know him? Never met him, unfortunately. You don't know him Never either, met him. Familiar. But, but familiar. Uh, Seemed to friend. make an impact on a lot of people that we that have made an impact on us. Yeah, so friends friend, of ours. Of, friend of friends. Yeah. And uh, friend of friends who are important people. Just because they're good humans. And uh, the guy's name is Drake. Yeah. Uh, from Pacific Northwest, from uh, Seattle. I think area. he lives in Seattle. Don't know. He might be from Reno. I'm okay. Not sure. Okay. Um, got in a bad motorcycle accident. Details are all on the GoFundMe page. Big part of the Seattle Olympia scene that's been going on for some time now. And people who aren't familiar with that world, I don't know. I don't know if people understand it or see it, it is from the estimates and the people who I know in it, which are decidedly few, but it is a scene of weirdos and freaks who are inclusive in a way that you don't see everywhere. And from the outside can almost appear hard to penetrate, but everyone I know who's talked about this guy and the group he rolls with are like, no, these are like the most welcoming, kind people 
who want everyone to feel a part of things and, and do the work to make that happen. Guy got in a very bad uh, motorcycle accident. Um, the update on the GoFundMe is uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. And uh, things aren't great. No, and, and the thing that uh, struck us in reading it, which it, it, we've talked about this before, sometimes the additional details shouldn't matter because what everybody's life is important, et cetera, et cetera. But when you see that the man has a child on the way, uh, you don't need to be a parent to feel uh, some – you could just have a parent. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and imagine. Yeah. And you can – yeah. So – Commiserate uh, and know we, what that feels like. It's like yeah. yeah. So we'll 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 put in a link uh, for that. Yeah, and it just uh, I just think I want people to think about what that means and what this means to somebody. Everything we're talking about here is big impact in life. Something like this. I, I asked for us to be able to talk a little more on this guy. Third, I know lowered species. Those are your buddies. You know those guys. Well, Ian, those are Ian's dudes. Ian's dudes, yeah. yeah. They're doing a, a shirt as a benefit for him. Please support that. I think he designed Please. the shirt. He's yeah. a tattoo artist. Tattoo would, artist. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, go to the GoFundMe and support that directly. Uh, you, you can't understand what a guy's going through when he has to put that conceptually. I mean, like, let's just speak about it real. If anyone in this room, like, you find out you're paralyzed from the waist down tomorrow... What's that put you in mentally? What's that state? It's not great, right? I, I know one fella uh, who has been through that. Uh, there's a lot of adjustment. Uh, he's yeah. he's living a great life, uh, right? But but uh, it, the, I mean, you know, that tunnel, uh, that light is there, but it's not hard, easy to see at the start of it. No, fuck no. When you walk into that tunnel, that's a that's a long tunnel to to get to. Right. So many things that you take for granted. And there's variables, oh. you know. Very, so, so to uh, that dude, to that dude's circle, uh, keep your hopes up, work through it, all that bullshit, cliche shit, but uh, you got people out there, this world supports you, and uh, everybody who's listening, try to go support all three of these things, especially our man Drake, so. There you go. Is hardcore not the coolest fucking thing, though? It's the coolest. It's so where else coolest. would this happen? You know, it's a good point. I see so much of the negative. I see so much of the... Right, and we're very quick to point that shit out. Yeah. There's really nowhere else that it's like, hey, man, like this dude that's not insured needs 40 grand to pay for his, you know, his hospital stay. Right, what what are we going to do? And he'll have it in three days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where else, like... Think about if you just were a dude from... No, right. That's right. No, you you think about anyone in this room, if you weren't involved in this, this subculture scene, whatever... You know, what would your circle of people Where would be? You turn? Where would you turn? Yeah, they'd have like a bar night. Right, right. And you'd maybe get a couple of bucks. Yeah, you, maybe. You know I, I, mean? I don't think I'm, I'm the. To, you know. I'm not even the dude. I don't know who. It'd be my immediate family and maybe some of my distant relatives trying to throw some money together if they had it. And right. that's it. You but know, in hardcore, it's like you know, you'll have somebody from fucking you got Germany a circle. throwing right three hundred bucks to Jimmy just because you know he yeah he made an impact on his life. And you know, it's yeah. amazing. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, hardcore is the coolest. Let's kind of pivot. Uh, deep breath. Um, we got two weeks, two big weekends of shows. Last last weekend, and and you guys have heard. Last week we talked up on Sound and Fury a little bit. Mac, thank you. Me and Patrick shout you out a lot during that podcast for oh, putting cool. us up, taking us to Whole Foods, hanging out, wonderful time. Oh, yeah, I went to Whole Foods uh, yeah. four times in three days. Yeah, dude, it was a I nice told time. You, man, try some local culture, brother. Uh, you know what, I. Fully feel they the call. breakfast potatoes. I man. feel the call for local culture, at, but I am now so odd that any place with a wait a wait staff, I do not fuck with. That's go weird. in on that. I just don't. You look. don't want to interact with humans. Yeah, 
Just give you not want a tip. Well, I don't want a tip, but give me a fucking. Oh, I like a salad bar. Give me, a, give me like a thing where I load a bunch of shit in. I hope it's all sneezed on. It, it, it Yo, is. I was just, I was just, I was just super hyped. They had this French toast, uh, bread pudding, French toast. That, yeah, I mean, I that get was that. Unfucking yeah, real. Did you go four times? Like he did. Three, yeah, yeah, he went three. <laughs> Bob, you're a man of culture. But I am a man. Of, I went to some other spots too. But that right, was that was. Taco, but you know man. what, Michael? I was I've enjoying. I was trip. enjoying the culture, spending time with my man Mash. Sure. It was wonderful. <laughs> so and getting the taste of Glendale. Um, Glendale. Isn't that like further out into like the desert? No. No, no, no. you're thinking of Palmdale. Palmdale. I will say I had to map to the Whole Foods, which is like under a mile from my place. Yeah. You've never been. Yeah, the yeah. first time we went. And now, like I now you know. I just park there and walk home now. Actually, <laughs> um, but but so uh, three of us got to go to Sound of Fury. We talked about that. Anything that struck you? Yeah, we should have got you there. Anything that struck you? Any quick? We aren't going to talk about it. But anything that you thought of from Sound of Fury that you I, think? Is I don't wrong? know what you guys talked about in the last one, but uh, I just thought it was really cool. I hadn't been since 2011 in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and it wasn't uh, going into it. I thought it was going to be a little different. I wasn't able to go to the other LA years, and it definitely like held up for the uh, nostalgia I was feeling from when I was 20 and going to Sound of Fury. So yeah, yeah it was cool. Tried. Any standout sets? Uh, Candy, I hadn't listened to them until like a week before that, and they okay. blew me away. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mill Spec was cool. Mm. Uh, oh, Negative Approach. Yes. Mm. Fucking nuts. <laughs> Still has Did you it. watch them? No. I you did. are such a sucker. I, you, you don't understand. You get roped in these conversations, and then you when look When you go, up, oh, wait a minute, that's John Brandon saying, everyone having a good time? That's about to fucking change. We're Negative Approach. That's when you go, sorry, fella. Yeah, going to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, honestly, because I, I think it went Freedom and then Negative Approach. Right, because it was two Detroit bands yeah. back to back. But, Which is cool. But, yo, and I was worried. I was going to say, I'm dying to know how like his knees are feeling now because oh, he Jesus. got fully tackled several times. John? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like... I mean, I mean, disappeared. Sixties. I think he's. I don't like, think he's quite like there, but I think he's moving towards it. I mean, it, yeah. think about it. Like that first record was what? 81, 82? 81, Yeah. So that is. So that's thirty-six years ago. So say he's. Oh my 18. god! Is it really? Yeah, I'm. I was born in nineteen eighty-one. <laughs> Motherfucker. I know. Uh, I was gonna say. So it's like twenty-six years ago. No, it's not. Thirty-six. So oh, plus eight. Let's say. Years. Let's say add eighteen to that. So, so that's forty. Yeah, he's in his mid-fifties. I bet. But dude he lived all 55 of those years. Oh, yeah. He earned them. He earned them. <laughs> His band is like the hardest Yo, you know band what? of like It's crazy that, that he's gone band. after that set. Like, RIP, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, negative approach. Good run. I want to do an interview with those guys because I believe they maybe did some like weird bands prior to negative approach or what they were doing. But really, his prior to negative approach life. Because I... You know, they always talk about the DC dudes who were into like Ted Nugent and yeah. hard rock. Right, working on ice cream Those shops. motherfuckers were definitely into hard rock living oh, in yeah. like Detroit. So I want to hear about what their life is like. Because the dudes in the band now were also guys from. They're OGs. OGs. Like yeah. the Necro, like, yep. I, or something, right? Because yep. it's not all. That's not it's negative, not negative approach. approach. But these dudes. But these are dudes, it's like. First they were wave. in the circle. So, like, right, I right. think if you watch that negative approach set from way fucking back, it's yeah. a great set. And it has that perfect backdrop. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Like, why be something that you're not. Painted mm-hmm. so fucking terribly, but the uh, uh, I think it's like the dudes that are like some of those dudes that are playing now, right? You can see at age f- yeah. 15 fucking stage diving. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like real OGs. And look, I don't give a fuck if the bassist is or isn't, he oh. looks that like, he lived, he was a negative person. Yeah, tell yeah, him yeah, differently, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. yeah he, he was there for the experience, right. but I was thinking there was going to be. 
a lull? I thought freedom might be either either freedom into the negative approach. Freedom would be like lackluster, and the negative approach would pop. But freedom set was crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. crazy. Well, we, we also called that. We said they were low key huge. Yeah, yeah, and they were, and they proved it. And then negative approach followed up in a different with a different flavor. Maybe not quite as many people like up front sure. saying on, but it was still had that energy. I was impressed with them not coming down off a band of dudes 30 years younger than them. That whole last block was nuts. Like, I, I don't know. It just reminded me of like, again, the Santa Barbara Oxnard years yeah, where yeah, like yeah. even at two o'clock there was a band just going. Like, yeah, boom, just boom, nuts. Boom. Just a wall of people diving. And, uh, and that was Saturday? That, that whole last like Saturday. five bands straight was just nuts. Right, so it was Ceremony on top. Ceremony, Cold World. Fury? Uh, Fury. Yeah. Negative Approach. Fury set Freedom. Was Fury set was great. Yeah. Did Freedom. They, did they and, bring it? Yeah. You asked Fury them. Did. Did they, did Fury, did, did, Fury oh. brought it, and they had some local love that was palpable. And it was the first, uh, what I would call, like, true big set that I think was on the big stage. So, Paramount. Get it. Um, all right. So, that was Sound of Fury. That was a magic weekend. Tom and I got to go to a show in Brick. Yes. I'm not going to talk too much about Brick. Paradise shows. and Brick. Paradise and Brick. Shout out, Crust. Um Tell us about the show. It was an excellent hardcore show. Mm. It really was. Mm. Uh, Combust was awesome. Mm. Um, they got a really big reaction. I'm psyched for Andrew. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like they did really, really well. And it's like early and did great. Yeah, and this dude's been like doing it for a while, and this like I feel like this is the band that like people are finally like fucking paying attention to, um, getting much deserved attention. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then after that was Mind Force. Get a grip first. We forgot. Oh, I missed Get a Grip. Yeah, no, it's okay. Get a Grip from Arizona did well. They, again, talk about Arizona. They flew out just to do this weekend of shows with no Down to Nothing and Blind Justice. That's yeah, cool. rad. So. Uh, then Mind Force was right after Combust, right? Unreal. Oh, oh I thought you were like, yeah, yeah. who's Unreal? Oh, no, no, yeah. Yo, <laughs> Is that like the Get a Real cover band? <laughs> <laughs> it's in brick only. Mind Force might have gotten the best reaction of the whole night. No shit. Dude, it was. That's crazy. Wild. They Yo. did an Iceman cover. They got a bigger reaction for the Iceman cover than I've ever seen the Iceman get. Well, Cannon. like 21-year-old kids singing along, like going nuts. Welcome to the shore. Dude, they were fantastic. <laughs> Huge sing-alongs. People were fucking freaking out. Then it was... Then I think it was... Uh, Candy? Surprise set. Candy. Because Underdog yeah. dropped, so they had to make up some time. Yeah, yeah. Candy. Underdog, I mean, uh, Candy and Crust. Crust. Both sets, great. Uh, candy, Just like three songs each. Crust is really uh, good. Crust is awesome. And he's it's a hometown. good front, He's fantastic. He Low actually Brandon. pulls it off. Like, he's, he's really, really good. He's got that style. Yeah, he really does. He used a mic stand the whole time, which he's I'm fantastic. usually against And he it. played, they played, they opened with uh, Shore Style Punks, which is a, uh, like... There's half. There's a ska beat in there. That's yeah, good. it was. It's punk. Yeah, it's Randy Scarpoola turned it to me. He's like ska part. Have, yeah. have we talked about uh, a mic stand? My favorite move with a mic stand, and where I condone a mic stand fully, is when you put a cinder block on the mic stand, so it just does not move at so all. So it can't move. Yeah, oh, I think okay. that is the fucking hardest look. Because when I I become Freddie Mercury when I get a mic stand, I'm like, ooh, I'm I'm floating yeah. around with it. I'm fucking putting can, it in people's faces. Can you not move a cinder block? I can't. <laughs> There's no way. Well, when he said that, I was like, what a wimp. Yeah, yeah I was, it was working on it in my head. I'm like, okay. If what? you guys could swing a cinder block with one arm on your mic stand. Yo, go get a goddamn you, cinder block you, yeah, right, go now. right now. Let's go right now. I'll it. swing you with one we'll arm. Let's do, do it. it. We'll do it. 
I think it's a little harder than you what remember. You well, I like if you if Cinderella? you were legit, you'd do like the Bruce Springsteen thing and have the mic stand like kind of built into the, the into the stage. Oh wow! Well, because you ever see it, then he can do like the full backdrop to his knees while holding on to the mic stand. Mic stand doesn't go anywhere. No. Gives him the, it's like a pole. We're launching wow. drug church. You're lively enough during self defense though. I think we need to go full, yeah, sick, for the love of right use, yeah. for the love of the fucking anvil. Right? I love like the that. anvil. I'll so build the you're anvil gonna start that, and it's gonna be rhythmic, and then there's gonna be a. Lull, hush. Mm. You pick up a cinder block. Okay. And lift it above your head. Yeah. Throw it at the crowd. Well, well, that's coming later. That's okay. When when things go south, we'll get you like a gimmick one, like the wrestling. Then go up to the mic stand and go and drop it down so it locks it into place, and then. We're self defense family. This, you know what? this is concrete music. I'll do the, I'll do those theatrics. Or start wearing concrete. I like it. Cinder block on a chain around your neck. Oh Seriously. shit! Hardest. Yeah. If you want some, fucking this is crap. life. That's Let's when go. I decide to end it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, right, so crust. Crust was great. Crust um, was great. Candy were fantastic. Take then it goes great. into uh, down to nothing. Down to nothing. DTN brought that energy. Really yeah, wild. I mean, they still do, right? Still do. Dude is an incredible front man. Makes it all their material too. Like uh, yeah. they. They brought a lot of their later stuff that I'm not familiar with, but Same. people love that stuff on the last yeah. record that just came out, Life on the James. No disrespect. I couldn't tell early, mid, or late <laughs> period down to nothing apart from any of it. Uh, I just like them live because they're fucking sick. Yo, it, but the, the truth in that is that I think that their sound changes a bit as they go through. Yeah. Like none of the record. Yeah, there's some like more like uh, like melodic parts into the, but not melodic. Yeah. yeah. But their fans ride with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you did this, cool. What? Oh, this part's heavier. Okay, cool, whatever, you know. Um, and then Blind Justice closed, which was the move. I know those dudes were kind of like hesitant Has, yeah. about, oh, we don't want to play it down to nothing. It's clearly the more established. Nah, it's your fucking party. Show. Yeah. Locals, man. There's yeah. been a few times that like we've played bands record release shows and they made us play last. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I yo, name it. Get do you want to name a name or do you not want to name a name? They don't exist anymore. So name a name. Suburban's come. Oh yeah, I'm like we're in Jersey headline yeah. man. Like it didn't yeah. make a difference. Like people stayed, but it's like I would like to like do like the whole fucking rite of passage and be like, you guys are last now. Yeah. Here yo. you go. Okay, take on you know, get onto it. Yo, here's a note from the lads. If mm. it's your record release show, you should be closing. That is how we move you up a level. Or this is a bump. Note from the lads. Mm. <laughs> or if it's your last Brilliant. show. Mm. Close it. You are closing. Congrats. Congrats. It depends. I'm it's, talking to you, Jukai. It's, mm. it's all, I love you guys. It's on Long Island. Don't let Four Store to play after you on Long Island. You're setting them up for failure. Mm. Yeah, that's an. It's Four Store's. It's Four Store's last tour. Sure. But this is your home, and, and it's your last show. Yeah. Jukai, like, is a They've big thing. It's a Long Island band. Mm. Yeah. So, like, I feel like close it out, man. Well, this, this kind of goes into the conversation that I, I want to have at some point, which is. You know, we talked about reunions and kind of pulling all the air out of the room, area denial. Yo, this is the way you move from being like, mm, you're you're a three out of five to being, oh, now you're a four out of five. Right. Oh, you're, you, five? Yeah, you, you're a headliner. Yeah. You're you're moving up. Like like Blind Justice should headline shows, not not sure. huge shows all the time, no. but they can headline shows. And I'm so. sure the dude, you know, David Wood or whoever else from Down to Nothing wasn't a, weren't offended that they're like, how dare you ask us? No. Like. 
If, any, no. if you guys, if I think they saw like, it, does any decision want to play before us? I'd be like, done. I don't care. Totally fine. <laughs> like, I'm never offended. Yo, but there's. I'm offended what about when that we play last and everybody leaves. Yeah, what about yeah, that yeah, party yeah. that's like, yeah, go ahead and play after us. We're going to smoke your Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. That, I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> everything. Every, yeah, yeah. Of course. But I, that's yo, good. folly that's coming healthy. for you, motherfucker. Oh, we'll speak no. about that in a minute. Um, but that show was cool. So, as the. There was a great vibe. A very great vibe. A lot of young folks, a lot of old folks, too. There was a 13 year old in the pit. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of young folk. Um, and it was a nice mix probably 200 people there yeah good crowd and the show up the road in Asbury which I missed because we were recording this damn podcast and I had to give Patrick a ride to the bus station true um, story of his life so Lake, Lakewood bus station Yo, that is nice. a fucking I'll tell you what I can't tell you how many times I've hung out there for hours I walked from there back to my house many times there was all a, the way to Brick mm-hmm. there was a Holy couple shit. North Brick a couple stops early on on that shit that could have been more pleasant. You know what I mean? They could have. They, they, they could, it was. Uh, could have been more. How many stops from Lakewood? Feels like two hundred thirty. Feels like a lot. Really? About twenty five. That many? Yeah. It felt like there's a, a couple small local stops right sure. away many, that are ugly. Many. Yeah. And then then you hit Which nine. Then you hit nine and you kind of cruise up and do all the parking rides. Oof. So yeah, yeah I know that. Yeah. You have to share on the a two seater with somebody. No, I gave off such a mm. like. Uh, that's the part I like about those trans- New Jersey transit buses. You can most of the time have a solo have chill. Share. Yeah. Oh, it's, I I put me on that bus every day. I'm yeah, fine just with it. look like we're on the one thirty nine or the one thirty seven. My my phone died, oh, so I had toast. to listen, so I had to listen to conversations. Let oh. me tell you, not a lot going on. And those conversations are not uplifting conversations, man. Do we need to get you a battery pack? What's the, going on, man? Come on. Nah, I th- I forgot my little charger, but okay. it, it, it was. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of... It's like a diabetes talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a fucking diabetes talk. It's, yeah. Diabetes on the bus. Yeah, you know, Jerry had to get his, his yes. leg lopped yes. off because yes. he, got, he got the sugar. Yo, it was his fault. He kept going to that cupcake place exact, every day. I well, talked to well, him. you know, I'm a non-smoker. Harry was a smoker, so Harry's dead. It, it was all that, and it was like... Oh, bless Harry. But, you know, I told him. Uh, it was... It was. Uh, How long a ride was it? Probably about two and a half? It's two. Yeah, two. Solid two. two. A solid two. <laughs> yes. Two in the rain. like that. It was a meaty two. Yeah. Was, no, <laughs> honestly, in the rain, that can be, you depend on the driver, that can be a slippery ride. Yeah, this guy know. wanted to die. He didn't yeah. give a fuck. He was going yeah, fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> I probably bu- didn't wear a seatbelt. Yeah. I saw it. a bus hit somebody uh, leaving New York last time we recorded. No shit. Hit a car. It was amazing. That's, yeah, that's right. So anyways, um, that show was magic. Up the road, Beach Rats played their first show in Asbury. Sold out. Yeah. I don't know what that sold out at. 250, 300, 350. Yeah. But it was... Was proof in the pudding, bouncing souls still carry a lot of fucking weight. Still, that mind threats in Asbury at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, so so you heard those beat rat songs? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think they're all right. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of all three three. I think bands involved. Uh, Ari from Lifetime. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want to hear more out of his voice, honestly. But the rest everybody of everybody says, that's the but old, it's, yeah. it's fast as fuck, which is the one thing I was hoping for, really. Right. It's very standard. Like I was explaining, like it's like. Yeah, it's pretty basic, but like that dude wrote that. Like yeah. that's his. He started that, yeah. so he can rewrite it. And like, if anyone else is doing that, you'd be like, mm. "I want to like list- fifty-seven years old playing like that." And but like, and doing you the- did that first. Not to mention on the last Lifetime record, he sounded better than ever. Oh, he sounded. I feel like Ari brings it down, and I love Lifetime. Yeah, not as much as Mind of Threat, but as much as any of the other bands involved. And who is it? It's it's Brian Baker and. 
Brian Baker, Brian Baker from Ari, everything. Uh, Brian Pete from and Brian from Bouncy Soul. Yeah, and then some dude named Dubs. Danny Windis from A New Enemy. Oh, weird. So, yeah, he's well, he's a dude. He's uh, he, uh, has done a bunch of stuff with the Souls for a long time oh, too. Gotcha. So he's an he's a Belmartian, ever present uh, shoreman. Okay. So uh, true. Yeah, they played. Um, they do shows in a brewery in Asbury Park. Our buddy Swank, who's mm-hmm. on. Paul White, he was on the uh, Paul the, White, the big show. He's on the he was on. You'll have heard it by now. The Patreon uh, clusterfuck clusterfuck yeah. episode. So, um, so if punk bands are looking for shows in Asbury Park, hit up my buddy Swank. Yeah, you can get them at swank at swankmag.com. Is that <laughs> is that the spot I played? I, I thought maybe no. I played a brewery. No, you played um, House of Independence. House of Independence. Oh, okay, come on, you fucking. I don't know. The only place so that, much different. Next time, you know what? Actually, I think Drug Church should play the brewery. That would. Be I think it would be good. Yeah. He's, Wait, no, you are playing the brewery. Yeah, on that can't swim tour. Okay, um, it's it, that'll be good. Nice spot, but yeah. yeah, this show was Beach Rats. Fuck it, I quit. Okay, um, an old man band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that the name? Yeah, fuck it, I quit. Fuck it, I quit. You probably like it. You Tim, I'm already. It Tim, sounds like fast, yeah. like Napalm Death. It's uh, Tim from Ensign. It's band. So oh, cool. it's fast. As long really as he hasn't fast. offended you, he can. Uh, you yeah. might like the band. <laughs> if you've never <laughs> met him, you'll like it. Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, Am some I, band called School Drugs. School Drugs sounded good. Yeah. I saw some videos. I actually wanted to and the Wilds which and is the Wilds, band. my homies. You guys the Wilds. Can level with me. great shit. Yeah. Am I going for Tim Ensign thing? Like, am I? Do I leave people feeling as burnt as like members of Ensign and Mouthpiece have? Is that like a no. thing that I do? No, I'm not really right. No, there's a certain kind of. Je ne sais quoi the way you do it. Oh, thank you so much. You can be like, I'm smacking you in the face. Like, no, we're, I'm we're helping you, but you. I'm hitting you. Exactly. We're hel- you like- know why we're helping you? Because on Twitter, if you were I can espousing come off the severe. show, I can come off Because you're declaring. Yeah. But if it wasn't for Bob, and, Bob and I make you a lot more likable. Is that right? You right. just get to have I the conversation. Pre- I appreciate you both. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. And but when people meet you in real life, they're like, oh yeah, I get yeah, why. Oh, I get why he's your friend. It's okay. Rare I meet but if you were like, if someone was like, you know, if you were like, this band sucks. I fucking hate this band about everything. They'd be like. Of course. I mean, listen to his band. Who gives a shit? Of course he's going to hate this shit. This isn't in his lane. How did you meet Patrick, Mac? Uh, at the Cobalt Cafe. That's right. In Canoga That's Park, right. California. God, what the uh, fuck? Uh, the Cobalt Cafe unites worlds. It does. Oh, this was a... a meeting of the minds. All right, let's hear it. Uh, we got Ska Punk from the Sheds. Nice. Very much at this time, very much straight up Ska. ska. Nice. I like yeah. That. Uh, followed ska. by Felt Hello. Mm-hmm. Followed by up, Nails. Mm-hmm. What up, Glue? Followed by End of a Year. Uh, mm. I'd say. What up, Hans? 18 paid. Yep. Yeah. Na- nails open for End of a Year? Yep, of course. I mean, that was their lane at the time. Yeah, but weren't they? End like, of a Year were hit makers. I feel like Nails were big from like the second. No, they were, they were not. No? Dude, total fallacy. I no, saw them play to five people on their own side. happened to happen fast. When it. Because when what hit, happened is that yeah. first twelve inch right on Silent Death is the no one? it's um obscene humanity obscene humanity yeah, yeah. it's just a white twelve inch with yes a yeah, yeah yeah people are like oh what is this interesting but didn't they weren't touring hard yet then on Silent Death comes and they do they did a full US yeah and that record hit hit but it didn't but when they started the tour it hadn't hit so they'd play I saw them in San Antonio play to maybe eight paid. Right. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, that, in, that you know. flyer still had like featuring members of 12 yeah. bands on the, it took up Trying half the Trying to flyer. get people yeah. on there. Yeah. But, but then it hit because it's like, oh shit, this is just undeniable. But yeah, so end of year, okay, end of year at the Cobalt, it was just probably ignorant as shit. Patrick oh, yeah. getting to do mosh calls. 
No, that was that was the show where, and we've talked about it, and I, and we've talked about it on the podcast. And then this one's called Midwest, you motherfuckers. And Colors, it, gang and letters everywhere. The Browns bend each other. That was the mental health tour, and that was oh. that was the show that like people snapped in half. This is the one where you had to call Andrew afterwards. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to meet Mac. This is what a wonderfully important tour. This I one. missed the rest of that. Yeah, that, I mean, we didn't talk for probably three years after then. Then we ran into it fest in Gainesville. That's true. Uh, yes. About a few years later, yeah. whatever. Uh, so for people at home that maybe haven't picked it up from uh, the tone of his voice, Mac is just one of these likable human beings. There's no malice in this dude. Uh, the second I met him, I liked him. Yeah, immediately. exactly. Wonderful guy. Agreed. I wish I could say the same. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's all right. Well, this is acquired taste. Right? Yeah, acquired tastes. So um, what else we got? Where, where are we shifting? Well, I was going to say, he reminds me of Justin Loudon uh, without, if Justin had grown up in Southern California. It's more like, he's like Justin Quieten. Mm. Oh, that was a good twist. I like that. Because <laughs> he's not loud. He's like a laid back. He's not um, dusty. He's more like... So both those two shows... Not musty. Both those two shows, <laughs> Sound and Fury, three weeks ago now, uh, Brick Show, two weeks ago, left me feeling that magic. Left me feeling that hardcore. It's so you. fucking special, and it's cool as shit. And, and on you look around, the spectrum, too. Well, 2,000 kids oh, and 200 kids. Yeah, exactly. In a VFW hall. On whatever. the East yeah. Coast versus yeah. the oh, grand fucking place in downtown LA. Uh, appreciate that shit. It doesn't matter how old you are. Go and catch the magic. And I'm a dude who will straight up tell you live music is not always a selling point to me. Nah. All right, so, like, I, I you know... It's like, oh, Bob, do you want to go sit in this library or go fuck around at Whole Foods? Yeah, that sounds nice. It's a fucking yes. <laughs> you want to go to a live show? <sighs> I mean, that Brick show, I literally enjoyed every band. It That's was really awesome. good. And it wasn't even like, I don't know, watch this. No, like, I could have gone somewhere else. Yes. I could have walked around. Yeah. Availed Movie myself. Movie theaters there. Ball. Yeah. Quaker it's, Steak and Lube. I right think there's there. like a Michael's down the street. I could look there at Frames is. for <laughs> like an hour. And New I, Home Goods right there, too. Dude, dude, it's popping off. I missed out, maybe. Yeah. But no, choice. all the bands were great. It was like it was cool to see like younger folks and just you know like was nothing the, being like yeah we just agreed to play yeah. didn't talk money didn't talk anything we just played uh, yo big thing I told and I big up David Wood about this he talked between songs more than I've ever talk, yeah. seen him talk before yeah. which I was like yo I know you know you're getting he's about the same age as me uh, you're younger so I'll give him that um, but he was like I was like he went up and said he's like you know when Blind Justice asked us to do this there was one thing we didn't do at all which was talk about money he's like that shouldn't be your starting point for any conversation he's like i remember when i would book shows and he's like it wasn't all the time but occasionally you'd get a band he'd be like oh we need this and he'd be like do you want to play the show or not do you want to come play here or not i want to book your band we'll figure it out we're not going to try to rip you off and he, he was like yeah when promoters same deal don't just do this to make a couple bucks. It's hard though as a band. You want? I know. You, you gotta. No. You gotta. There's so many skeevy fucking promoters out there. You gotta draw a hard. Well, line and, and this like, is. What it you is. need bases covered at least. Yeah. Well, this. Well, this is the thing, and that's where the line has to be: is hardcore promoter dealing with a hardcore band is like, you want to do the real shit. Yo, don't be a shitty promoter. Help promote that to bands to not be shitty. I can't tell you. Right. And now that is a fucking utopian ideal. Who knows how often we get there. But try. And if you're trying to book shows, work with bands to be like, look, here's what I expect. Here's what I expect to be able to give you. I can definitely give you this. 
You know what I mean? And you know that's not that's always that's a definite. We talk about this all the time. Like you might have to lose sorry. some. You might have to lose some money. Oh yeah, you're gonna lose money. It's so go. You have to walk to the ATM. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anecdote. Uh, so I guess the Gilman model is. Uh, oh. You, 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 uh, a representative. Please from explain this. Is it all presented? Uh, it's all presented. Have you ever done this? We played Gilman once. Did you we do the, Did you do the post show meeting? Uh, we must have. Okay. Most Blood wasn't allowed to play there. Yeah. Because okay, so trust tell, You've now done this a few times, haven't you? I, people know, we got an email about, we got, we've gotten a couple, full disclosure, we've gotten a couple business inquiries about the podcast lately, and people know not to go to me. <laughs> I mean, there's no point. You're not the guy. Yeah, and everybody knows I don't fucking know I business. Fucking, fucking, what the fuck? I've ruined more businesses than I've ever, you know. So, the, uh, uh, nobody has come to me at Gilman. Uh, however, I have had to do that at other venues that work the same model. Okay, so for, let's explain for it. people that don't know, um, a representative from each band is asked uh, aside. And, have you ever seen this, Mac? Uh, I've never been in the okay. Gilman. Yeah. Ready for this? Yeah, there's some other DOI venues who do the same thing. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> and uh, there's a discussion. My glasses are off. There's a discussion <laughs> about. Uh, All right, Patrick, Mac, Tom, you guys, you know, uh, we just had that self defense. Drug Church, uh, so both your bands play. Yeah, the sheds. Uh, the sheds, Wince. Uh, we'll oh, just Wince. do Wince. Yeah, Wince. And uh, your new band, the uh, Farmer Two. Farmer okay. Two, got it. Um, <laughs> I just played uh, my DIY venue, the Cabbage House. Um, yeah. Not to be confused with the, the Cabbage Patch, patch or the Pickle Patch. <laughs> um, no, we're we're in Galita. Um, so we we had seventy four paid. Um, Killing it. We had it six dollars, of course, for oh, the touring shit. band. Um, so that equals, and then a dollar membership fee. Yeah, that, right. That, don't they charge a membership fee? They do at Gilman, but we don't. We don't. We don't believe in membership here at the Cabbage House. Yeah. So, um, but uh, after we did take out twenty dollars for flyers mm, and um, and some other things. Go on. So uh, we have four hundred and thirty five dollars for you guys to split. Um, how would you guys like to split it? And we can talk about this, right? And then so that's how it goes. You and talk then you about awkwardly look at each other and go. Uh, well, we headline, even, so we get. Oh, see that. See, uh, so you. I don't know. No, no. See, that would be smart and and self advocating. But we drove from Oakland. No, but I've got water on the knee and I need surgery. Oh my god! So they literally pit you against each other, and you go, "We'll split it evenly." That's exactly what happens every time I've been in that circumstance. That's pretty fucking brutal. When I'm personally brought into those circumstances, I always go, "Yeah, split it evenly," because I can't be in a room looking at a dude going, "I need 100." It's it's the adult. So for people who could do this, it's the adult equivalent of going out. Maybe maybe you don't drink. Maybe you don't drink. (laughs) Maybe you're just like taking it easy that night, whatever. And the other people are are getting them drinks, getting them amps, whatever. And it's like. Bill comes and you're like, well, I just had this and this, and they're like, we'll just split this evenly, right? I just and it's the jalapeno what are you gonna do? What are you gonna you're gonna be like? Uh, actually, now the 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 uh, fair people go, oh, yo, you know what? We did this. Do you want to just give us your part? We'll put it on our card, whatever. Right. Uh, but there have been times in life, and I'm sure other yep. people have experienced. But let's just split it down the middle, and you go, so, sure, fine, yeah, one hundred. And then even though you got six drinks and I had a root yeah. beer, yeah, I had yeah, mac yeah. and cheese at fucking Modern Love that cost me like sixty bucks because of that. Yeah, I have. So a, I have like, a oh, cool. You guys got like weird organic wine. Yeah, happened with Amanda and I with a, a friend that uh, after the second time of that with triple digit dinner, she's like. We're not doing that anymore. Because right, Amanda doesn't drink either. No, 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 no. Yes, she is. So, so yeah. here's the thing. I think this is why. I, I think this is why I, I 
like drug church at least knows not to let me be that dude because <laughs> do you have an advocate in your band that'd be like fuck that no our merch guy Brian, Brian. Uh, will, can just be a dick he'll be that dude one of my highlights of Sound of Fury meeting Brian he's Great. coming on yeah. but he uh, uh, he'll do that I, I, yeah. I, there's no part of me that's willing to argue about money like it's a it's actually a bad quality that I have I, I'm just unwilling I'm with you on that I'm yeah, unwilling but I think for everybody's that's safety if you can, or insanity, if you can have like a rubric, like a relative like idea. There's been times, two that I can think of right off the top of my head, that at the end of the night something happened. I was like, "What? Yeah, are you really? Yeah, yeah. you sure about this? Like, I want to. I want to shout out. I'm going to leave it anonymous, but an older dude from a, a New Jersey legendary New Jersey band did the uh, to, to multiple promoters after getting paid goes. Feels feels a little light. <laughs> well, this wasn't even promoters both times. It was ba- dudes in other bands. Um, right. That heard story. There was one particular one. I will leave out the person. We'll be anonymous. Uh, we played a show for them. Mm. Uh, we headlined. Mm. About. They stopped collecting money after six hundred people. Okay. It's a lot of people. Why would you need money after six hundred? Fifteen dollars a head. Okay. What would you? All right, you're a promoter. Mm. So, say $15 a head. Say 500 people paid to get in this room. Yeah, so we're talking... A, a DIY, like a VFW type 500 place. times 15, 15 is $7,500. Right. For a headlining band of, say, like a seven or eight band show. Mm-hmm. What do you think we deserve? Um, and, like, it was definitely like, oh, you guys drew... That much, bare minimum, I'm two? giving you two. And really, you probably should get... 25 to 3 depending on that you're saying 7 or 8 bands I don't know what the next middle class but I'm giving you a minimum of 2 and I'm probably looking at it and if it's like oh there's 4 or 5 smaller bands and then 2 good sized bands I'm going to make sure every one of those bands get a 100 to a couple hundred Easy. and I'm going to yeah. get you 3 what do you think we got? because you're bummed about this I'm going to say <laughs> 500. I'm going to say 1800 500. 500 500 I go Dude, really? Yeah. Feeling goes, a little light. And he goes, we bought pizza. I was like, was it encrusted in gold, motherfucker? You know so you got, and we didn't get any of it. So you know that he stopped collecting money at 600 so you got less than a dollar ahead. Right. Mm. Mm. Little rough. Mm. Little rough. Mm. See, this is why people don't let and me. And that. Because I would just be, like, I would just nod and then just never do a show for that. Well, no, so, we ended up getting another 500 which is still not enough. Yeah, not enough. And then when another That was band, the, please don't talk to me anymore about this money. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, but then it came so up the next day. Another band was like, "Yeah, like we like he gave you know an opening, opening like the first band got a hundred bucks." Mm. This person was like, "I would have given you more, but indecision took all the money." Nah. Oh, so he put it on you? Yeah, and then I Ooh. put it on him. Okay, good. And he does come to heart. So, so that's that's <laughs> the deal is the the two sides. Like what D Wood said, which I thought was so cool, is like we didn't talk about money. And I've been on tours where that platonic ideal is so good. I, I've talked about that the the Rights Jams Mental R and R tour. Of those, Mental was the biggest at the time. Wretched Jams was certainly hot. And R&R was a band who was doing very well, but wasn't as big as those other bands. And I don't think they'd be embarrassed or ashamed to admit that. No. We, split, bands, yeah, I mean, we split the money three ways evenly for the whole, whole tour because it was just the coolest, easiest way to be. And like, yo, that's just a hardcore move. I don't think there was a real guarantee, but it was, and this was different times, but it was kind of an understood like, yo, we're going to need at least this much. We cool, and then if the show does well, and and for the most part that worked, it's changed 
and it's gotten more predatory from both sides because you also hear the stories of the booking agent who's hitting that dude in you know South Carolina on a Wednesday night and is like, yo, we need that $500 guarantee for mid-sized hardcore band who's drawn 40 people. Yeah. Ugh. But they want to do shows and they're trying, they're yeah. trying to make the scene and then they get priced out and then the scene dies. I've said this a million times, everybody. Uh a booking agent's job is to negotiate. That means right. that the they're going to gouge you. That's yes. their deal. That means yeah. the thing that they hit you with first is the thing that you push back on and say, "Can't do that for you." What else can we talk about? Uh, what about this? Right. You know what I mean? You don't. You, they're not leading off with what they want. Yeah. They you no. Know, they're leading off what they want. They want what they expect. What they'll accept. What they'll accept. And so yeah, like that's a, a note from the lads. Don't don't <sighs> don't get in over your heads. We're telling you, you might lose a little money. But don't lose, don't, don't lose all your money. Still go to college. Well, when you started touring, did you even were there? <laughs> no, but like were there, was there even the internet? Were there booking agents? Were there oh, at, I, like no, for for hardcore bands? There I mean, were, but it was few and far between. But you I was like mean, obviously like, like sick of it all and right. shit. Had booking yeah, agents, uh, but, Matt Pike was booking Hatebreed, and you know AN had touring. But I mean, like agents, on you know? on even let's say uh, 2007, have hard have a booking agent? No, did, okay, not till the very end. I don't think they uh, had. Yeah, it. And and even and then, even, I think even it was then it was like a help situation. It was a yeah, it was a maybe kind of you act as this. Yes, uh, so there's no tour those... managers squashing stuff for you know solving these problems. Yeah, yeah uh, tour manager at that level, honestly, was your buddy who's on shirts. Ding ding ding. Was oh well, we already got a dude who's who's doing our shirt thing. So you're just our friend. You're gonna make sure the shirt dude's not overwhelmed and you hang so out we're we're not the ones being dicks to the promoter, right? Yeah. Right. And I mean, some of them were pro enough. Uh, Trey, who has gone oh, to the Death Wish, was a you know long time tour manager. Yeah, tour manager Mart AD and Boy Sets Fire Boy and Sets a few Fire. others. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah sure and at did. the time, wow. Boy Sets Fire, I think, was doing business. So yeah, he actually sure had to uh, deal with some. Uh, they were a big headaches. deal for a minute. Um, Real big deal. So how do we get there? We were talking. So David Wood said some great stuff. Down to nothing. Hardcore's magic. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Small dude promoters don't get fucked up. Uh, hardcore bands be play fair. shows with your friends and just be cool about it. Metallica works money. on a door deal. I will tell a story at some point about down to nothing. They should. They do. I know, but they, they get like eighty percent of a door. Holy shit! Yeah, because it, it's a lot of money on. I mean, door. so you sell well, a fucking garden, then you get a million bucks, and like twenty percent of the door is still covering all expenses. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I mean, that's a great. You know. All right, so so that was the uh, moving to a show that was a little bit different. Vane record release was just yesterday when we're at the time of recording. Yeah, it was Sunday the twenty second. Yeah, uh, free show in. Bellerica, which I believe is the Merrimack Valley. I thought that was a made up name. No, it was a real place. I have never Bellerica heard of Bellerica sounds like Merrimack Valley is uh, where Anchors Up is oh, sure. and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So a bunch of hardcore stuff. Looked pretty wild. Back. Looked crowded as fuck. Cheat code, free show. I think, all, look. How do you pay the bands? I think the bands just fucking one, set it up. I think on. the band set that whole thing up. Yeah. Who, I, who's I, on it? Like any other. Vane. Sanction. Sanction. Typecast. Late to Rest ended up Late playing. Late to Rest played. Uh, uh, who else is on that? Fuck. It was like eight bands. So yeah, a lot of their boys. Like it was a lot of their friends. Parties, yeah. So bands that live close enough and know that they will do just fine on merch. Bands from like Long Island came up. Yeah. Or no, just yeah. the exposure the fight, to play a crazy played, free show. Maybe? So uh, I'm a huge believer in the free show. Huge. huge. I'm huge. also huge. a huge believer in... Hey, let's move uh, 200 of these uh, new records. Uh, the show is technically free, but we're charging $10. Everybody that walks in the door gets one of these records. They didn't do that, but no. they sold out all the record release version of their record in a heartbeat. There you go. And they're not a band who people would have assumed is a vinyl thing, but they've been a vinyl thing. That record is oh, yeah. No, it's selling, yeah. huge. Um, so. 
rad and oh, yeah. all, all of it looked good and like we talk about it a lot the whole like how do you get young people whatever you do a free show yeah that'll always do it yeah. do a free show give people a taste let them know what it is and if you do a, we said this bring your friend to a good hardcore show put on a good free hardcore show Good way to get bodies in the door and to go, yo, I'd pay for that. And that's a legit move on their part because they could have done a fucking $12 ticket or $15 oh, sure. ticket. And, and everyone who drew, drove from three states away still would have driven. Yeah, and like they could. Away. So they did one on the fucking arm and. Yeah. Now they're playing with the Deftones. So. Yeah. I mean, they, also, they we should just be real for a second. Uh, a lot of venues you can get for 300 bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like yeah. it's worth it to do something cool. Yeah. To just like be like Balearic or whatever the fuck place it was. It was like a yeah. BFW or right. whatever. whatever it was. Someone it knows a member and then that's it. Right. I mean, Albany had venues that I'd get for a hundred US dollars mm-hmm. because <laughs> Really? Yes. Because it's like, hey, you're bringing in bar business. If you and your friend want to work the fucking door plus whatever, like whatever version of security a hundred thirty pound man can offer, like uh, a strongly worded email. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a yeah, a tap on the shoulder and then like hey. a, and then a wince. Don't hit me. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah. And they just uh, want people in the door. Just fucking yeah. They, I mean, bars just want people drinking. Um, so okay, what else we got? Color me bad. What's this? You said this is funny, dude. The the main guy from Call Me Bad. Yeah. He's been he's been eating well. Yeah. Okay. Well, that talk co- about Color Me Bad first. Let's intro this. Uh, big hit was I Want to Sex You Up. Yeah. They were like I white boy, boy, R and B kind of. Um, when was that hit? New Jack Swing kind of. This is probably it's got to be ninety five at the latest. Let's I see. I think what it was got. before that. Maybe. So my man was pushing about four bills. Um, I guess he was drinking before the show, and they were playing somewhere in New York that I literally had never heard of the town. So I watched. Always, the, always a good move. I, I want to sex you up. Released March ninety one. Ninety one. I was gonna say ninety two. Okay, go on. older I than was me. Like a child. Three years before the singer of Crust was born. Fuck off. <laughs> Sophomore year of high school. I hate the day. Um, <laughs> All right. So the Google News uh, first thing that pops up. Color Me Bad singer arrested after attacking bandmate on stage? Yeah. It's bound to happen. You've had you've had some uh, squabbles w- with your bandmates. Like over the years? Over the years, yeah. yeah. but I've never like... Uh, well, I've gotten was, like that, scalped on stage. That was like, my... Yeah, that was I've my never like, been like, you do that shit again, I'm going to fucking punch you in the dick. Yeah. No, it's never. No, Not on stage? No. no. You're I'm fi- Irish. You're, fi- you're fiery though, is my point. Is that No, like, but I go like this. I don't yell. I just go... <laughs> Yo, if you just mouth that to him during the yeah. set, menacing eyes, it'd be great. Yeah, no, like I've definitely I got into it once with Justin on stage, and someone said when I turned my back, he spit at me. Oh, oh and then no. I found out, and I was like, "Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last fifteen years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast." On Future Friday, I talk to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. 
Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. I don't have to yell. It's like my family, my father would never yell. He'd be like... <laughs> and I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't have to yell. I just have, whispering is way scarier. Yeah. Like, break your fucking neck. And you're like, oh, uh, shit. I don't, I don't want my neck broken. Um, but yeah, so this dude, like, is off the stage and they're closing out. Look up, what was the name of the town? Like, it was like tiny New York. It was like something I was like, Canandaigua? I'll be there in two days. And you watch it on the Roll video through. and there's literally like no one there. No one there. Maybe 40 people. Tire New York. I never heard of it before. Tyre, let's find it. Thousand Islands. Uh, definitely Finger Lakes. He gets back up on stage, walks past the one guy, and goes to the other dude, and just fucking knocks him right over, like fucking full on throat, like pushes him over. Dude falls over, and he goes, I, "I was always calling me bad or whatever," and he walks off the stage, and then he got arrested. He got he's misdemeanor assault. But I feel like that's like, can you really get misdemeanor assault in like someone in your band? It's no. like wrestling. No, you know I, what I mean? Like, if you punch me in wrestling, it's like, what kind of... Well, also, if your bandmate is... If if that person has full use of their body... Yeah. And, they, and they're actually bothering to hit you with the charge, that's just not kosher. Yeah. You know I mean, what I, I mean? I mean, this dude, dude, just Google his face. Mm. <laughs> like, you would be like, you'd like, what? No, I saw Fuck. him. I saw him. He's looking big. Wow, like calling me fat. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, Yo, man, are you right. taking a turn here? Yeah, this is your That's heel not turn. fair. Hey, I'm a man of large carriage. I'm this dude. I'm like, uh, yo, bro, buddy, you look like you're about to explode out of your skin. Yeah. <laughs> That's what worries me. Bigger dudes that are like, I'm doing DS. It's not a healthy big. Yeah, like you, oh, not you're not built. Big. Like your skin's not made for this. Right, right, right. Yeah, like if someone true. went, that's true. Yeah. Like you, like half your guts would just fall out of your stomach. Yo, have you ever seen anybody that's been slashed? Uh, have you ever seen a fat guy get slashed? No. Because fat falls out. Shut and the it's fuck very out. No, it feels... You ever see uh, one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets? I think it's uh, uh, like three. Mm. Or like Dream, he, does dream he cut Child. himself and like all he these things? He cuts someone like, and it... Well, he cuts someone, got some... Uh, this is gross. So, cuts someone and then starts feeding them their intestines. He fe- Well, he so. feeds... There's a cut scene that did, did not make some of the... Uh, this is weird. This one, I saw I, it on like USA or something. This is you know, weird because night. I've watched... Or I, this past week, for reasons that are totally weird... Unforeseen I, circumstances. Unforeseen circumstances. I watched all of the Nightmare on Elm Street murder scenes. And, so you uh, just watched the off. murder scenes. He, yeah, he fed the anorexic... This, well, is, where, well, this is the uh, Amelia's Away. Patty's gonna play. <laughs> well, there's two... So the first two... The YouTube I, things are good like that, though. Like, yes. I, there's a, the one that I watch is called like the uh, fuck dead meat mm. and they literally just review all the kills and they tell you how many people got oh, yes, killed that's cool. that's and right. the percentage of men versus women oh, that yeah, what yeah. their favorite murder mm. was what the worst murder was I want I'm in like when you open my YouTube that's mm. pretty much everything that's it's being true. recommended yeah, so really how did you, so how did this whole you fell down how did you fall there uh, so, I've gone dark so, yeah, I hear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah so, you went from Hollywood Tom Shee into the crow yeah dude I'm just in the fucking in so, the, I'm in a rapture. So for people that are curious how the comic book industry works, uh, once you have enough of a name, you can just pitch publishers uh, uh, on ideas. And some of them 
straight up prefer that you don't come with any art or any sort of uh, attached artist that you're just straight up pitching Mm -hmm. art uh, you're pitching uh, ideas so I got that relationship with a couple publishers and uh, I pitched them something and then after they said hey this is good I'd like to hear more I realized that I pitched A Nightmare on Elm Street. So so, so I had to go and watch all of the Nightmare on Elm Street murders to make sure that I hadn't ripped directly Directly. off any of the Nightmare on Elm Street murders. And to your point... a scene that got cut from some versions mm-hmm. is he. There's a girl with an eating disorder That's right. that he yep. feeds her own intestines. Yes. So anyway, uh, of Fre- all the kills, Freddy- that's the one that sticks with me. Oh, it's very upsetting to watch. Um, back is that to the, the worst one. It's bad. Well, there's some bad ones. That was, that's not, the TV that's not just up. gross. Yeah. It's on some psychological shit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Watching that at seven wasn't fantastic. The I first think. two Nightmare on Elm Streets the kills are not highly specified. Like, because when I think of Nightmare on Elm Street, I think of the, the kills being like Part nightmares. Of your fears yes. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. The, fir- the first one in particular, like, he's yeah. just like scary. Yeah. You know? right. like I'm pulling Johnny Depp through a hole. Yeah. By, yeah. by three, they had to figure out, oh shit, we like, got to figure this out. Oh, you're afraid of cockroaches. Now you are okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That sort of shit. Uh, <laughs> so there were some iconic things in that. That, I was watching another Disney yeah. thing. Um, and Freddy Krueger, like, when he's over Nancy's bed, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. wall, he's, like, in the yeah. wall, and yeah. the wall is, like, rubberized. Yeah. That, oh. and when he gets to stretch his arms. I remember as a kid, I was at my fucking friend's house. I was, like, eight years old. They put that VHS on, and when he did the, like, I'm spreading my arms across yep. the entire alley, I went, see you later, and I literally walked out and went home. Yo, mm-hmm. s- still high-end looking practical effects. They agree. still look good. Totally agree. Yeah. When he when he comes through the kid's body mm-hmm. and is stretching the skin and you can see his face yeah. coming, it, yo, still, still a good. great practical effect. Yes. Um, okay. Where were we? This band's on here that I didn't realize. What were we talking about? I believe we're talking about maybe a New Jersey show? We're talking about, you <laughs> pivoted well. You just saw the thing. Um, it's going to be a nightmare in Jersey City. Whoa, oh, yes. everything's a nightmare in Jersey City. <laughs> so we probably aren't going to promo this fest too much more, but we actually have the full lineup, so I think that's going to be out there before you hear this, so we'll put it out there. And then we're going to talk about our cause, which you're going to hear about a few more times at least about this because we want everyone to know about it. Uh, Saturday, September 8th, 2018. Do the horns for me. <laughs> Back to School Jam 2018, all ages. Back to school, back to school, back to school. Featuring One Day Festival, Power Trip. Give me some reactions when I read these. Power Trip? <gasps> no, yeah, that's good, but what do you think? Power Trip. Great. Sick. You anything on Mac, you're new to the room, like him? Love him. Great. Great fan. <laughs> yeah, we actually talked about him. Uh, Buried Alive. Eh, I'm pretty psyched. Eh, Where is this? still my favorite vocal band. Eh. Where is this? Jersey In Jersey City. City, yeah. Should be great. I don't know. Terror's my favorite vocal band. Yeah. I like Bird Live, but yeah. Terror, I think, is just them. Indecision. Yeah. Take yeah. them or leave them. Yeah. think it'll be good. I think it'll be good, too. Think be I good. think it might be good. Mm, I would hopefully, you... I, yeah, usually I go, this is going to suck, and then I'm surprised when it's good. Yeah. I hope I'm not building myself up. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Suck. Yo, go hard. Um, go home. Go hard. Folly. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been in a band with horns. I like Folly. Okay, there you go. Really? Don't, don't love Explain. them. How, how, how does it work? Well, I found them on when Pure Volume. Okay. Uh, tell, us tell us Looking more. Looking for Fucking ska magnet. and hardcore. Yeah. And, uh, you just, ska plus metal. Just keywords. Riff. You did yeah. like a Boolean search and yeah. they came up with Folly. Got it. No, it's, I mean. You ever play with them? It's a no. Rare, it's yeah. a yeah, they were, I think they, they ever I don't yours? think they broke up before we were playing, but they definitely were like only kind of local and stuff. But, uh, yeah. 
Don't love them? Like them? I'd like to point out, they are third from the top. You're reading them as... I'm reading it kind of out of order, but they're all jimble-jambled. I'd rather talk about indecision than folly, so... I mean, so would I. Um, I th- uh, look, you guys, your kind of derision towards folly has put me... Yo, motherfucker, you just go into the... Yeah, I'm you're trying to... I, mean, I disagree. I'm in a folly yeah. positive place. So what is, are you going to come to the show? What day is No chance. Oh, here we Saturday, go. Yeah. September 8th. You're busy. I supported your bullshit band. Support <laughs> yeah. my bullshit band. No, actually, I thought I was going to be in the UK uh, during this. Oh, he's working the table for us. But as, as it turns out... I mean, Bob's uh, not coming I'm, either. I'm bad at math. Mm. So I'm bad at dates. I'm bad at numbers. That's That's math. I will be around. All right. Well, you're and I would love to go. All right, good. Uh, Folly, you're scum. I'm flying in for Folly. You know what? Nice. Max coming I'm going to watch Folly because we have talked down on them so much. That I am curious. Yeah, we big on up with their name. Follow your own medicine. Even if we ain't saying nice things, we're putting them out there. They, their streams are up. No, that's true, but here's the deal. Follow Very your nice kids in a band. Well, but also... I don't know if they're nice. I don't care. It's I've cool. met them. We'll do the th- oh, they are nice? Okay. We played, I mean, we've played in the same... You played with Folly before? MPB was... did, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one dude that I was specific, like, especially like, friendly nice. with. You know what? I, here, let's do this. I'm going to take the pro folly stance, and then after the show, I will let you know if that. That's not, good, that's not a good omen for them. You've been a bad that's luck time for I have fucking shit. bad luck, everybody, yeah, in this, because yeah. I'm wrong about everything. Pissed on rabbit foot over here. All right, incendiary. Uh, okay, let's talk about this real quick. Mm. Incendiary, who we agree two years ago was as hot as you get burned if you touch it. Yeah. Tom, you can't be honest about this, so Bob, I'm looking at mm-hmm. you. Do you want to play good cop, bad cop on this? Let's do it. Let's do a good cop. Which who Mac? You get to choose who's going to be the good cop on Incendiary and who's going to be the bad cop. Uh, let's go, Pat. Bad cop. I'm oh bad cop. shit! Yeah, that's it's just <laughs> in right. his blood. All right, Incendiary. It was it was less than two years ago. Two years ago, they were hot. Less than last summer, like they played. No, I'm, yeah, not, right. I'm, not, Tom, I'm not Tom, Tom Patrick is the bad time. cop. Give us the. You were born into darkness. I was born in the darkness. It was bad. It would be bad. <laughs> I was born into metalcore. <laughs> All right. Uh, Incendiary. I was born into mosh pots. One, North Jersey fucking loves this shit. They Long Island's Jersey, close enough. They? Long Island's close enough. It's going to roll out. They're is this take the train. Over here, good cop? He's, 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 and also, let's he's in the station. He's they the headlined station. Back to School Jam last year when it was a complete clusterfuck and there was 400 kids there. And, okay. still did it. and it was I a think, mess. I think they're going to pull and I think they're going to be motivated to really go off. I have no doubt they'll go off. We play back to back with them. I so. think that their fans were... Uh, Wear very nice uh, uh, long sleeve shirts, button ups, <laughs> and are seventy three percent normal, and normal moves on quick. So I'm a little nervous that they might not be as hot. Well, they're before folly. Uh, well, so so you don't think they're going to be as hot? Folly. Why do you think they're not? You think their fans have moved on that quick? I think that the closer you come to normal, mm-hmm. the the harder it is for a normal person to stay aware of your shows. But as we've discussed many times, they're very much a band that almost anyone can get into. That's true. And I think that they might see some repopulating already. Mm, We're rediscovering Incendiary. That would be interesting. And I bet of all of these bands, the Folly Kid will most be able to touch on Incendiary. Oh, what's up? Good Cop wins. Hold on. Is there a Folly Kid? Of course there is. It's they, fucking, we've seen it already. There's a folly man. A folly yeah. man. And I'm saying there's a folly man who gonna is the same age. I'm saying there's a folly man with really nice button-up long sleeve shirts mm. who's going to see Incendiary and go, those dudes were rad. Well, it's like follow without the Scott part. They That's rapped. what they're going to think. Yeah. yeah. It's, instead of horns, there's rap. So I've turned you. You just, you just uh, Denzel 
from uh, training day. From yeah, from training day, has just turned <laughs> in his wet. his bad career. You're in. Uh, I think it's gonna be crazy. I mean, I was wrong about every single fucking. Yeah, thing so I we'll even ask. So but it, that's why we're playing the roles of good cop, bad cop. I'm not even sure. Smart. Cop, I think. Dumb cop. Uh, yo, all right. So let's go. Back. We're out of role. I think all the worries you, you espoused are, are legitimate. That's but anybody. it's just it's just that fucking the world moves so fast. When that last incendiary record came out, it was like mid year last year, right? Yeah, probably. And it feels like a thousand, thousand years. years ago. Right. But it wasn't. That record right. still is fresh. Have you? you I know nothing about. I mean, I've uh, seen them, but I you, still don't know anything about mm-hmm. them. You, I'm not going to say you'd like it, but they uh, play to their ability almost perfectly. How does Alice Casey have that? So, so like it's the most you could ask for. Yeah, exactly. So like they're not <laughs> overextending, but what they play, they play perfectly. I just I see them in uh, people's Instagram stories a lot. I haven't listened to the record really. Right. I feel like a lot of people that was the record. Like how everyone like Vane people that you didn't yeah. think would like Vane was like Yeah, Vane's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Incendiary, like all was the fucking sure. like adjacent like hardcore dudes that were like in it to win it in nineteen ninety six and haven't really bought a lot of records since then. Yes. Incendiary oh, yes. is the band yes. that kind of brought people back. And live they are they really put Incredible. on a big show. Yeah. You know? So all they right. sound like insane, but I'm very excited to play with them again. Connecticut's favorite sons, Death Threat. Peace and security. They'll be on the show, hopefully. <laughs> I think they just do a classic set. I would love just to see them be like, all right, we're just going to play. And that's, I mean, where they're at, I think. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, all their songs. Peace and Security, point. and what's the one before it? The one, Last Days? Ooh, I love Last Days. Gone Government's a good record. I don't fuck with Gone Government. That's a good record. They lost me. Really? Yeah, it's very good, yeah. I think they're going to Did they have a ska part on that record? They covered... Uh, Ab Ivy. Yeah. Change, that's all, change, that's change, all it took. It lost me. Put me. I I'll love Ab Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ob Ivy, but they lost me on that. All right. We might want to play Good Cop, Bad Cop again. Outburst. Want to play Good Cop, Bad Cop? I can't because can't, I wasn't I, I wanted the, you to be I good I wasn't cop. at the... Because what you tell me? That there was a big show, yes. right? Their first show back, they played with Killing Time. And they kind of... It was their show. Now, and not did only great. did I not see it, I haven't seen video of it. I don't know. Mm. All I know of that show is... I think, so. I think it exists. There's a video, yeah. Think, All yeah. I know of that show is... Everybody's sort of surprised at just how hot it was. You know what I mean? So I I can't say a thing about it. I don't know. Can't be a bad cop. I don't think anybody will care to be quite honest. I think it's yeah. toast, right? Yeah. I mean the people that I know, Seb, mm-hmm. Ronnie and her dudes that were like fucking outbursts. The like, people who were already So uh, the people who were in the pit making that first set back are wild. Like, why are you why are you beating this. this horse to the right? Ground? So like they played Brooklyn Night Bazaar. It was fucking crowded. You know they stole the show from Killing Time, which and, is no small feat, especially no, not even no, even in twenty eighteen in New York. Or so. It was yep. like a big fucking deal, and then they ended up playing. That might be me, dude. Why are you smelling your socks? That's weird. Uh, I let you pass on shit in your pants, and you're smelling you don't your smell socks. your socks. No, I do, but not on air. Nobody can see is that. You're a. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I try not that close. Sock? You you took it wasn't a faint I, sniff. It was a like, deep inhale. Right? right? That was weird. Yeah, right? That was weird. You Darth faded your own sock. I think you were trying to taste it through your nose. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen. You went nose deaf. Uh, um, I think. Uh, what were you saying? I'm self stinging. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I'm curious to see how they'll do. I'll burst. I just don't think it'll be. be I don't great. know if this, this is, is the not show. the show for. But them. I honestly no, don't know if this is this show for Death Threat either. So. But quite mm-hmm. honestly, I think Power Trip might have put on for Outburst. I mean, that's what Oh, they always okay. do. Yeah, they, there's a tight connection there. Um, Billy Club Sandwich? They'll go over big. Will they? Dude, we play with them in Florida, and it was big. Dude, I'm telling you. 
There's a generation of Long Island kids who I believe, and I think I tracked it back to a single source. It's like I saw that thing that's like, oh, everybody who has blue eyes can trace some genealogy back to this one person who near, lived near the Black Sea 10,000 years ago. I've traced back the uh, post-2010 love for Billy Club Sandwich to one person from Long Island oh, who please. spread the gospel. I'm not going to put their name out there. I think they need to, uh, some I think accountability I know here. I, th- I think there needs to be some accountability. The person that I've known to be patient zero yes. for Billy Club, everybody gets hurt, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Told it was Gian from yes, King Nine. That's what I've been told as well. Wow. So Gian, you this is twenty eight days later. Yeah. And uh I feel like I'm waking up in the hospital. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? But I haven't been scratched by that particular monkey. Me neither. No, me neither. I mean, I'm, you do I'm look running. Like, like Cillian Murphy a little bit. I get it. <laughs> we're I think we're in the car trying to drive to the countryside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this I think the set will go over bigger than people think. Couple songs go over big. Yeah. FYA, dude, I was just like yeah. They were playing and it was pretty fucking wild. Yeah, I, I have a feeling yeah. this, I have a feeling they could be kind of a, a show stealer in this midsection. Um yo, if you see them go over big, is that gonna be motivation for you to go harder? I mean we never No, not beef, but you know what I mean? That internal competition like to try to do to fucking kill the um, show. No, I'd probably go yeah, probably and yeah. yeah, but at first I'll go, Oh fucking A, yeah, we're yeah. gonna get fucking blown off stage by Billy Cup Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be pissed and then we'll be really good. Yeah. All right, go. so this is where I kinda get excited more for the show because I think that's a pretty solid list of headliners. Mm. Like it's a nice what? mix. A jerk. <laughs> Me? Now I'm getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 because this is all cool. That's that's like a nice show. I feel like that's a good fucking that's top really five, solid, man. Solid. That, well, I went through a... That was more than five. Power Trip, Barry Live, Folly, Incendiary, Death Threat, Indecision, Outburst, Billy Club Sandwich. That's, that's a good strong. fucking... That's three, six... That's eight bands. Pretty solid. Red Death. I like them with the guitar, the, the singer playing bass. I agree. It's cool. Really winning a lot of people over. I'm still not I there. I, 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 I well done. would like to like them more. Did you catch them at Sound of Fury? Yeah. I actually, uh, I saw them in Brooklyn like a few oh, months yeah. ago, randomly at like a midnight show oh. with uh, Fury. And oh, yeah, 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 it was great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, they, and the singer was still just singing at that show. Sound of Fury, like a month later or whatever, was playing the bass. bass yeah. It's great. I, I, I like it with the bass. I don't know yeah. if that's a full time thing. Somebody gave me the whole story and Everybody said that. Everybody tells me it should be. Well, I, I he's think got a it best is. wishes vibe with that him on bass. I think he he's got a unique stage presence, but he emotes better holding that bass. Yeah. I think you some know. people just do. You Snapping need a prop sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Did you 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 had a prop while doing uh, sheds, right? Uh, I you mean, play guitar. No, no. no. Uh, originally, I like when I met Pat. I was playing drums and singing. Oh, nice. Or I th- no, I might have been just singing. That's by a then. prop. That's a pretty big. Prop. Yeah, but uh, at that point, uh, this was probably before I met you. Actually, we uh, it was just me and my brothers, just playing cover songs, nice. or ska songs, like some ska of our own. What what but, went over uh, biggest? Uh, probably. Let's see. We covered a Pepper song at some point. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anti-flag now one for peace. Are we great? Yeah. Are we finally at a place where a band could come along and do ska covers of every other any genre song, and people could vibe to it? Like, are we back? Is ska on the up? I mean, if you go like full ska version of me first and give me gimme's or something. Yeah, yeah, full ska. I mean, I think if the right people were in it, people. I would think care. we need to get work. Some on people on care. Okay, Flea from Chili Peppers. Um, he's our, my first member. Yeah, we'll work on the right. Dickie Barrett should be the same. Dickie singer. Barrett should be in it. 
Yeah. We'll work on the rest. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to end up covering Tom's dying from Scott. Yeah, somebody tried to bust us on the Scott for Tom. Yeah, try, someone tried to bust, bust us on the Scott. We've increased the tempo. At 11.30 on a fucking Monday night. We can't do Scott. I don't give a shit. It could be Earth Crisis. I'm like, yo, I'm out. All right. Red Death. Cool. Mind Force, as discussed. Fucking fantastic. Just popped off that brick show. Nice. Um, you know who I kind of wish was playing? Hmm. Not even kind of. You know who I really wish was playing? Hmm. Enforced. I agree. Um, I want to see those motherfuckers. They're good. They just played the Richmond data that beat Blind Justice down to nothing. Oh, they we did. did. Fuck, and I they killed see. it. They're great. They'd be perfect on this fucking we show. We got some good... We might have some announcements on that coming soon. Um, hmm. Hmm. You're the knife. First state violence. Something like that. The what, what's the, Delaware what's the first date? Delaware. 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 There's two things about your knife that they wear so fucking hard that they're from Delaware and, and that they're straight, straight edge. edge and you're like, they, that, that stuff misses you every damn time. Delaware misses me. That's what I you know. Have your corporation set up anyway. Delaware. <laughs> Yo, do you think you, you were tainted I, I, by Wayne's I World? I sold all my corporations. So do you think I, you we went t- offshore. I think I was tainted by da- Wayne's World when they yeah, did Delaware. the whole Delaware. Absolutely. A whole generation thing. was. Yeah, I think so. Um, Fiddlehead. Love that record. One of my favorite records of the it's year. Are you gonna, you should take full credit for them being on the show. I push for them. You said, yo, put them on the show. and I push theater. for them. I push for Magnitude. Mm. Oh, another band who was playing the show. Magnitude. North oh, Carolina weird. Straight Edge. Yeah. This, uh, oh, wait. Hold on. I missed this part on the flyer. Tom's Back to School Jam. Um, back Tom School Jam. Nosebleed. VA. Richmond, on, Richmond VA. Never leave. Um, Hangman. Psyched for them. Yeah, Long Island. Cool. Are they going to be able to pick up some of those Jakai fans when Jakai disappears? I think so. I think they'll be like the next like Long Island mm-hmm. like pillar. Sanction too? Sanction too. Yeah, yeah I think Sanction. Sounds- but I think Sanction has the pure noise stuff and like I feel All like right. they're going to be like, hey, we're like a touring band. Like yeah, Hangman tours, right. but I feel like Sanction's going to be the band that's out there with fucking Yamur and stuff. Do, and do, kind those, of- do those bands play together? Because that would be a nice melding of things that um, aren't the I same. I think they do. Not the same, but we're close enough. And it's like things that are close, but in different worlds almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I think they're all like kind of of the same kind of cloth. All right. Because yeah. I'd like to say th- that would be cool to me. Because I don't know if I'd go to a sanctioned show, but I would enjoy if I went to a sanctioned Like if I ended up at a mm, sanctioned mm, show. Yeah. You fucked around. You're like, oh shit, I'm at yeah, a sanctioned show. Fucked, <laughs> fucked around and was at a show. Like fucked I was trying to get a taco. Found out yeah. about sanction. Would you listen to Hangman in the room or through the wall? I would watch Hangman. He likes them. I do. He's yeah. down for the I man. Do. That's Hangman. right. We have been, uh, big up them. Um, Antagonize. Bedard. Mm. And, and Sam. Our sponsor. Mr. Sam. Pick up that. In- have you heard <laughs> Antagonize yet? Uh, it's no. Aaron Bedard from Bane's new band. Oh, cool. It's cool. A little Sound more like straightforward. A uh, little more straightforward version. Yeah, that is weird and angular. You know what? Yeah, it's interesting because you expect it so much. And, uh, you know, you almost associate Bedard's voice so much with Bane do you expect it? But it's it's different. It's and I think it pulls it off. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a more mosh, more straightforward mosh parts. And like to uh, check them out. And I don't know what this is. I think this was the pay-to-play band, <laughs> World Demise. Yeah, I think they had to sell 100 tickets again. I, think, I hope they sell those tickets. <laughs> so if you get a chance to go support World Demise is MySpace, they have some tickets for sale. Oh, we're ripping um, poor Greg. Yeah, there you go. World Demise. I might be a World Demise fan. We'll find out on the next release. You think you might be a fan? Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Greg Mongo voice fan. They, he just needs more of it on the next whatever the next thing they do is. So we need to talk about the Mongo Orchestra. Okay, yeah. The, you, did you ask me? Can't think of anything I'd like to talk about more. No, I know, right? So especially that's that's the lineup. Uh, back you to school. Magnitude. Know somebody else we, on there? Uh, no, that was it. You, you're the knife. Nosebleed. 
Is there somebody? Magnitude, Antagonize, World Demise, Hangman. Oh. Blah. Yeah, so Magnitude is playing. I just didn't Yeah, think you got it. it. Yeah, you got them. Very good. Yeah, Tom's back to school, Jim. Um, we're doing a back to school jam, school supply, raffle? Raffle slash donation kind of Donation thing. So you're going to, yeah, you, you can donate money just straight up. Um, this is for basic school supplies in the Newark, Newark New Jersey area. Uh, for a couple public schools, uh, it's shocking when you realize that things that, for the most of us, all of us take for granted, um, having fucking pencils and crayons and notebooks yeah. and folders and the bullshit that a lot of times these teachers end up going out of pocket to pay for, and they're going out of pocket on 30k a year. Um, and this is our small way of trying to give back. We've already had a few labels commit to support us. I want to shout them out. Shout out to Run for Cover. Shout out to Equal Vision, shout out to Revelation, shout out to Atomic Action, um, and I'm sure there'll be a few more. Um, it's like Test Press is coming. And test Press is sure. It's different stuff. We're trying to have, bands a have, have donated. A bunch of the bands have donated yeah. stuff, so we're going to kind of figure out how that's all going to be positioned. But you can donate to this thing. You can buy some raffle tickets and maybe end up with some cool stuff, too. So it'll be a fun time. Pat and Bob will be running the table. That's no, right. they will not, because... Maybe Pat will come. I'll no, go. I'll go. I'm going to go for the table. I'll be there at the table. Me and Just Patrick for the will table. be at the table. I'm going to go for, God or, bad, for Folly and World Demise. No, no. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be like when you go to like the carnival and the local radio stations there. And you're like, man, those two dudes running it look like a, a lot. Fucking look like, like talking on the radio, but also at the table. And maybe somebody's like, oh, hey, it's Pat from WJRZ. What's up? And he's like, no. Why was it a jerk off in person? It's Wally and the Weasel. Yeah. So and we're going to do Wally and the Weasel for uh, the day. We'll just be recording podcasts the entire time to be efficient. Uh, um, okay. So. Uh, you talking uh, about orchestra? Oh, my bad. Please. So uh, Pat asked the question. You want to ask the question? You forget the question. Where's my mongos? Where is my Mac? Did you like the mongoloids? Yeah, at the time I haven't thought of them. You haven't revisited. Yeah. Them. You haven't thought of them in ten years. <laughs> no, I saw them a whole bunch of them in California. Absolutely. So, would that name fly in 2018? Uh, I think. Here's what I think. I think that most people. That is such an abstraction because oh, yeah. nobody, your grand, your racist ass old grandfather that still uses lots words of terms, that are crazy is mm. the only person that is using the term mongoloids. So it's it's skipped two generations. Yeah, we're way removed that it's yeah, now. Just but sounds the like PC, like my people, niece would be like, you can't really say that, man. I mean, people got pissed about that Descendants album title. Which had spaz in it in the name. Yeah, UK gets very mad. Listen, people in the UK, I know you know this now, but just so we understand each other, in the United States, it has none of the same connotation. No. It's just not the same. If someone's like a dork, you go, how to spaz? How how heavy is that connotation in the UK? In the UK, it's nuts. It's like like using retard. It's like, it's it's straight up, but it's it's aggressively mean. Mm. Wow. Aggressive. Because I was going to say, that's like, that's a better go-to that feels less punitive and less like, Callous to use if you got to throw throw names at people. No, to, to, so and I've used it. I think I used it about like a dear friend of mine. Like, oh, they're kind of a spaz. Yeah, they're like I mean, oh, he dropped that plate. What a spaz. Yeah, and or like UK. I think I used it like he was too too like anxious about something. Like, yo, just chill. But he's, he's kind spaz, of spaz. right. But in the UK, they it's it's it's, it's spastic it's okay. and it's like the same as like somebody like making fun of somebody with an obvious physical Debility. slash mm-hmm. developmental right. delay. But they use words for cigarettes that would get you punched in. Yeah, that's, that's true. right. I, I, look, language does not carry over language, fucking language, continents. Language. So, uh, anyways, mongoloids. The question Patrick asked me was, 
uh, do you think if the Mongoloids did a show, it would carry? Wait, like, do you think, you know, it's only been probably three or four years. Where's my Mongos? Where's his Mongos? Um, and my answer was, I don't know. And then I thought about more. I'm like, you know, because their sound is so now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's moshy, it's heavy, they kind of got tempo. And Greg did have a lot of inflection and personality in that fucking mm-hmm. voice. Yo, when I said Greg was one of the best front men in the era, he- there was... Little, there's dudes online that just don't like Greg so they had opinions mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how you feel yeah. about Greg he was good at what he did you know what I'm saying like right. yo I don't give a fuck he doesn't like, know you money I almost yeah. want him <laughs> I mean, he might he might, he might I do I kind of want him to go back and you know there's people who go you know like when you hear a band who's been around for 20 years it's like oh shit they studied their old playbook they went back and watched their old highlights yeah. so I want him to go re-listen to his early shit where it was like he didn't have the control on his voice, so he was just letting it go all over the place. We need more of that freewheeling. Does anybody? I want squeals. I want squeaks. I want weird, long, drawn-out parts. Go there. Fuck it. All right. I want you to say, "Is anybody feeling me?" Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think it would be. The how would the show do? wasn't that long ago. Three years? Four years? It was the first back to school jam. It's got to be more than that, maybe. It's three or four years. I'm saying four. At least four, because okay. last year was the incendiary year. I think the year before that was the Code Orange. Okay, stuff so it's happened. Four, yeah. quick, quick, quick aside, I agree with Bob. The, these are, rice the, I finally listened to the new Code Orange on my headphones. Mm. Most fully realized of their songs. The second track, mm. the one with the with the guy from mm-hmm. Slipknot, the kid from Slipknot, the kid, from Slipknot <laughs> the kid who was probably six years older than me in Slipknot. Uh, he is. Uh, that is the best use of synths yeah. that they've mm-hmm. had on like it, it, that that is Can we leave that open for a little yeah bit? absolutely uh, Code Orange is killing it with the synths and the samples on these songs on that and he sounds hard on that record yeah he does they figure out their sound yeah. I think like I said yeah. exemplary vocal also by some Duke. fearless samples where it is is uh, risable it's like you could make fun of it if you chose to except right. they it end works. a song with Hungry Like the Wolf yeah that was good a fucking Duran Duran thing. yeah but, so it could have not it was what I'm saying is cool to take chances when it works they took a shot yeah they took their shot shoot your shot um, so Mongoloid so the consensus was I think their sound would go over and people might not know their songs anymore but I think there would still the mosh would the mongos would still bring their mosh well I mean their last show was like 1500 kids or something fucking crazy mm-hmm. that's crazy where the fuck did everybody go they're still around mm. I think some aged out you think so Yeah. some gave up they had no heart <laughs> um, but I did run into uh, buddy Dave Gagliardi mm. Um, hey. done a few things and he said I asked him I was like would you do a Mongoloid reunion and would it do well and he's like oh this has already been discussed I've dis- we've talked about this at length um, I don't know if Greg's been involved in any of these conversations but the terms of engagement are it is billed as the Mongoloids Orchestra <laughs> um, every person who's ever played in the Mongoloids is on stage Maybe playing, maybe just subbing in. And I said, that's quite a task. There was a full band from Florida. I believe there was a full Albany version of the band. At least two members. Yes. Three, maybe. And, and then yeah, yeah. at least two different sets from Jersey. And, you know, those sets had additional oblong parts at different times. Right. I mean, the last show was Jeremy and Paul from Subscom. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they were ever in the band before that. They are now. They're, they're, on, they're in the orchestra, orchestra, orchestra. Yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't even need any money. I, you know, if it, wherever it is, you know, get me there, 
and we'll make it happen. Everybody has to be in it, and we call it the Mongoloids Orchestra. Um, what about people that are lost to time? Like, what about... Like, no, they got to be there. That's the deal. Uh, like, whether or not they're playing, they have to be on the stage. Are, I, I think Maybe you can get some sign-off representation. Like, I... Jimmy... I'm saying, like... Jimmy Two Shorts agree to not make my appearance as the Mongols no, Orchestra. Right. Saying, my understudy I'm will saying be... I'm past that. Like, I, I think, think they're that, all I think, I think there's a member of 108 who legitimately disappeared. Yeah, like, that's nobody... a member of 108. The Mongols are a post-Facebook band. We can find mm, them. I don't know. There's they're findable. French characters and the Mongoloids. I always reference... 108 got mi- missing. I, th- I think, if I recall, Vic talked about a dude that they had... He did, like, half of a record and during it disappeared and has never been seen again. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that was just half a Rob Fish. It just, yeah. Just it's, it's um, so Mongo's Orchestra. Let's uh, give us some feedback if you want us to uh, start a, a drive for the Mongoloids Orchestra for Back to School Jam 2019. Right. That's Pat's, Pat's Back to School yeah. Jam. And Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. All right, so. So here's what I'd like to do. Uh, it's it, We're going on two hours. We were going to uh, do something not hardcore-ish, but has to do with... Social online presence bullshit. Let's skip it. We'll table it because it's too big. Really? I go too hard on this. And I it, think it's a good one, man. I know, and it's we'll, timely. And if we go any further out, it's going to go too no, far I, away. No, but I think we just got to skip it because like, it, I, I want to talk California. And if we get into that shit, we're going to be at it well past. Let's see how we go. Let's see how we are. All right. Let's see how we are. Let's talk California. So, Mac, your background because... Musically, like, what is the stuff you were weaned on? Like, what's the stuff when you're like, this is my bag of bag of nuts? Uh, well, when I was like 13, I fell in love with uh, Strung Out, which mm-hmm. is a. I don't know how I feel about them so much anymore. Maybe it was too close to me, but uh, and then around 18, I started touring with them. That was the first band I was working for. That's right. Uh, met them at the Cobalt Cafe. They're local boys, and uh, yeah, so through that, just. Became a huge fat wreck epitaph kind of Southern California skate punk. Mm. I don't know. Warp Tour at twelve years old showed mm. me, uh, you know, Bad Religion, Anti Flag, Bouncing Souls, right. Rise Against, and uh, never really grew out of it. Still love all that stuff. <laughs> Yo, but I think a lot of people who find that find it, and it's got an energy. Like, is that hardcore Jace? Is it? Leans into hardcore. I feel like it is. It really depends. I, I mean, I, I feel think there's like, stuff that's right to the line, and then there's stuff that's like, yeah, it's a little different. I don't know. Well, it's funny because No Effects still considers themselves a hardcore band, and right. when I say still, it's funny because they were adjacent at best, even in yeah, the yeah. '80s. Yeah, so. like at the Mystic Records level, people yeah, might yeah. be like, mm, that's I mean, weird. it's it's fast. It's fast, and they they were influenced by those bands. But uh, yeah, I mean, so one of the things that I put an ask on you. Because I, I like a lot of that stuff. Tom, I think you like a lot of like different SoCal punk variety type stuff. Yeah. Where do you stand with some of that? Not at all. Not at all. Like nada. Zip. All right. We're going to touch on it. We'll see. We'll, we'll kind of go I, through some records. I got like one out of you yeah. last weekend. Ooh. You're telling okay. me you liked, uh, not Recipe for Hate, Stranger Than Fiction, Bad Religion. Uh, that's the one record I yeah. like. Yeah, the yeah. one record yeah. is the major Which label. Which is so <laughs> weird. I wrote that record like five times. Yeah. Like, I know. Listen the, to Gray Race. It's the same record. It, uh, or listen to Generator. Record, but I kind of like the Gray Race too. Listen, have you listened yeah, to Generator? Dude, recipe for like hate. the record before. I think Stranger Than Fiction dials it in really well. Against the Grain is one of the best punk records ever. Mm-hmm. Against the Grain is fantastic. Dude. But so they have a, so so we're gonna have Mac hit us with. I asked him. You got five or so records that you would say like a kid in. 2018 and by kid we're, we're using a pretty loose definition of 
listening to this podcast uh, should be aware of or give a listen to. If and have they've heard it before? Yeah, and if they haven't, give it a first spin. Well, I think uh, my personal favorite band uh, from all genres, honestly, is Bad Religion. That's a band that's stuck with me since I was 13 years old. Can we talk about Bad Religion in L.A. and how different it is? They're played on the radio. There's like well, when yeah, the radio gro- mattered, they They're were played on K Rock. Growing yeah. up, I thought Face to Face was a band everybody knew because they were on the radio in Los Angeles, and that is wow. pretty far from the truth everywhere else. Very far. The, from the first truth. adult vacation I made to Los Angeles, and I had KROQ K Rock yeah, yeah. on, and heard Bad Religion played in like the Sublime Nirvana rock block. I was like, the fuck? And then I moved there, and I'm like, oh. Yes. This is just normal. Yep. Face to face, normal. You get rancid and mm-hmm. red hot chili peppers. Yeah. That's. So I mean, the same way that they're, sublime. Still, they're still playing G funk like music on the fucking radio in LA, whereas yeah. like you can't find that. Anywhere you can't find except, that. Except for like, it's a throwback. You know. Yeah. 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 RNG. I yeah. felt like it was weird because LA is very ahead on certain things, but when it was the time of radio, I was like, oh shit, New York is six months past this right now, but. The LA flavor was like okay. They still had the pop hits from six months ago, and then they did all this like LA backs its own. Very different. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Gotta, like that's yo, you'll never catch too short on the radio in in New York, <laughs> but it's still canon. So anyway, yeah. Uh, but the the thing about Bad Religion that I love, I mean, there's many many things, but the coolest thing I think is that they're a band that people don't realize. Like a lot of people these days think of them in a lamer sense yeah. that the kids will lump in with No Effects and. Sure. Uh, lag what gutter mouth and yeah. shit like that and bad religion's literally been a band since minor threat was a band yeah and has a member of minor threat in the band mm-hmm. now. it's a super group at this point but there's like they bridge the gap between old la hardcore playing with black flag and even mm-hmm. bad brains when they come to town and stuff and they're also still a band going on 40 years later yeah consistently putting out records so- the, Ro- the Rolling Stones of... Uh, oh, yeah. that's an issue yeah. of the punk and world. I'd huh. say it's funny because they have like 30 LPs now or something. And, uh, <laughs> and, and maybe that's, you, I'd say 24. And, but, you, and you care about six. No, I, I, I care... There's maybe four I don't really listen to, honestly. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I love that band. But great. Uh, even their last one I loved. I've pretty much been down for everything except for the newest song they put out a couple oh, of months, no. a month ago or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty rough. But uh, <laughs> What about the, the Christmas album? I honestly haven't even listened to that. I thought that kind I of just, me out. I'm like, that's like a skipper. Yeah. You just skip I'm it. saying like you got the fucking Crossbusters, one of the most like iconic punk yeah. things ever, and it's like, yeah. hark the hair. I'm like, I do not do want to hear really it. Do they really do it? I thought it was a little album it's, of... It's like the... It's not even like Elvisy Christmas songs. It's like... Mm-hmm. Full-on Jesus Christmas songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like, I thought it'd be like... irony. I back it. I back it. I just don't. So want to hear, I, just don't ever, I don't ever need to hear it. Contrary. I don't ever right. need to hear it. Yo, but like, uh, I, I wonder if there's kids who are intimidated by the twenty-four vastness. albums. Yeah, totally. Yo, there's so many good entry points. What's one? Just give I, me I, one to jump in on. I I was having a hard time deciding between two, but I think my first one I'd recommend is No Control. Yes. Uh, Suffer is the other one that a lot oh, of people so will tell good. you to check out, but I think No Control. It came out a year later, and just. Uh, I love Suffer yeah. as a big fan of the band. So many of the songs sound the same mm. uh, as they do with a band that has 300 songs or sure, some shit. Yeah. But uh, No Control is, I think it's a hardcore record so fucking fast. Yes, it is. All right, there's a there's a run for Bad Religion 
They're going to be on about, our, th- our three. Our, our next our, winning yeah, streak that's episode. So the Patreon, maybe we'll do that winning streak. The next one we'll do is a, just a regular episode so people can taste it. But there's a streak that's like, all right, let me try to find it. Um, I mean, it's I mean there's everything but into the so unknown. So no control, right? suffer, against the grain, generator. Is Recipe for Hate Recipe next? Recipe for Hate's next. Uh, that's and Stranger Than Fiction. And they lose me a little bit at Stranger Than Fiction, maybe? Oh, really? No, I, I just haven't read No, no, it's Grey Race. Grey Race. Grey Race is good. Lose After me a that, bit. it's a couple of songs on each record. Lose me a little bit there. But that's that's five or six LPs straight. And before that, the first, How Could Hell Be Any Worse? Great. And, like, I mean, great. that that's on that same five, level with yeah. one of the that's other on records. That's on that same level. And there's the, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's just like you just go all in and even s- some of those records they put out in like the uh, mid 2000s early 2000s are like unbelievable that these 50 year old men are playing this fast so you're gonna give it's, us a couple songs to throw on a playlist with that because I'm no familiarity with those other than the radio hits from, from later, record, stuff? later uh, stuff honestly like I'm trying to think of specific tracks process of belief that's the uh, first. I, that was the record that had Sorrow on it, which at mm, least in California song. was yep, a massive yep, hit. Yep. Great song. Uh, that is a crazy fast record. There's like a couple one-minute songs that just beat what ass is. on it. What's the record that The Hills of Love? That's the next one. It's uh, that's uh, That song got so much radio play here. It's a good song. Empire Strikes First. Yeah, mm. That was a good song. So, um, all right, Bad Religion. And you said, even Patrick Leake's A Bad Religion record, he sure. says. So. Okay. Uh so that leads me into, I think, another record everybody, if they haven't already gotten into, should check out, is uh, Adolescent Self-Titled. Mm, I think, yep. uh, honestly, um, why am I blanking? How Could Hell Be Any Worse by Bad Religion? Mm-hmm. Came out around the same time. It's yes. on that same level of classics, along with Circle Jerks. Yeah. Groups out early Black Flag, all mm-hmm. that. Yo, that record just hits. And there's fast ones and slow ones on there's, that. There's... The Adolescence record? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some real emotional moments on it. Yeah. That's uh, a great record. I think Kids of the Black Hole, it's like a classic song, but I hadn't listened to it for a while, and I spun that record after Steve Soto passed, and I'm like, man, this song has some like depth to it. If You can really feel it going. So I uh, Yeah, first time I even heard Adolescence, they opened a strung out show in Agora Hills mm-hmm. uh, at like a dinner theater. <laughs> and this was like later Adolescence, sure. obviously. But something with the the harmonies and like how they it's even on that first record. But yeah. uh, I don't know. That's just there's some intensity to that. Whether they're 50 year old men or even on that first record as yeah. like 19 year old kids. They just released a new record too. Apparently, they since I saw them then. So they had the self titled record mm-hmm. and then like a couple random I think Welcome Rats and Battalion, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, Balboa Fun Zone, mm-hmm. and then nothing like. Scattered records since like 2005. I think they have six or seven records. Yeah, wow. which I haven't heard a single no. thing from. Yeah, I think I checked out one of them. I don't not, remember not how good. I felt, yeah. <laughs> but that uh, first one, classic. Classic. Okay. Um, a huge band for me, and I think in California in general, whether people want to talk about them right now or not, is No Effects. Mm. I was trying. I honestly, again, kind of like Bad Religion. I'm I'm down with. Almost all the records, even the most recent stuff. Uh, I tried to pick something that doesn't have as many of the goofy songs because they have some of the best lyricism or lyrics uh, in skate punk and punk mm-hmm. rock uh, when they're not talking about poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> but, or uh, Lint or the decline. 
Mm. Uh, if you guys have ever listened to it, it's like 18 minutes long, but you can just treat it as one as an one EP. song. Yeah, uh, it's so fast, so catchy. There's so many ten different parts. 18, yeah. it's the uh, sleep Jerusalem of of <laughs> skate punk. Uh, 18 minute song. I love it. Uh, I don't. It's I like perfect. punk and Drublik, and I, I like punk and Drublik, I like it. punk and Drublik, and I like Too the decline. Okay. Yeah. It's worth checking out. It's intense. It's a. It's what got about cool white lyrics. Trash and- Nope, uh, not into it. Yeah. Uh, you like it? There's some tracks yeah. for sure. A lot of that's the other do. thing. I was when I was thinking about this, out of their twelve records or whatever, bunch. There's like eight out of twelve good songs on all of them. I'd say. Or I feel like Punk and Drop looks pretty great. Punk they're and Drop looks God, pretty perfect. Their yeah. goddamn discography is so much more ridiculous Can than they think. Because there's all those EPs they started yeah. doing in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had like a the seven inch of the month club where they put out a seven inch every mm-hmm. month, and I think that lasted a few years. Yes. It wasn't just like a love that crazy. Can you talk about no effects? Not at all. <laughs> Not a thing. You got nothing. Literally nothing. So Fat Mike got in some shit recently. Said some real insensitive shit. I thought you had a cool take on it. Uh yeah, I mean, you work in you work in a field where this is germane. Just make that clear. Yeah. Well, when uh, when the Las Vegas shooting happened i was on tour uh, on a larger tour with like 40 crew members and one of the guys uh he was a lighting tech i think he he was probably 20 years old 21 years old and he's from a he's the youngest of like eight in his family uh they all work in lighting out of vegas and two of his siblings were killed in that Jesus uh, Christ. so everyone on this huge tour kind of felt that right then and there and No Effects is one of my favorite bands. I've been on tours with them before. And uh, so, you know, I am kind of quick to want to go, oh, was nice. I, you know, apologize for them a little bit. Yeah. And uh, this hasn't, you know, if you heard the No Effects story, they played punk rock bowling, um, made an insensitive joke about how at least it was country fans that died, not punk fans. Yeah. And... Um, you parallel. Know, we've seen some other people in in small world, small room scenes say that, and it just doesn't ever go over well. It's not. Yeah, it, your, your musical choices should not make your death any less important. And you know, sometimes I'm down for bad jokes. Uh, sure. You know, I mean, it, and that shit. also if it's actually funny at all. That's not funny. Yeah. No. And uh, you know. I, when you I talk think, to life and death, you lose a lot of people when you're making fun and of And the fucking the horror of like being like in an open space and bullets coming at you and you don't know where it's coming from. I mean, I mean but that's... Uh, th- 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 don't be contrarian because no, I will well, control no, this. No, no, no. It's not contrarian. It's just like that's the undeniable element, but that's also what makes comedy comedy is like... But it's not funny. It, it, but that's, it, that's for you to decide and for me to sit there and go, you know what? I recognize the tragedy of the thing, and because of that, I find this funny. And I don't find mm. this particular thing funny. No. I, I never, I almost never find Fat Mike funny. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so that's Same, a, so that's but. an obstacle. But I, I think that the larger idea of of, of, uh, of it, like. I just think it's dangerous for uh, people to say he went over a line because the line. Is so different for every human being. Well, and, and I think I think you're. I, I side with you on this in a lot of ways, except for the acknowledgement of uh, space, time, and and like place to all of this. Yeah, I, I, it's it's where it becomes. And this, I think, leans into your large points. So I'll let you go. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's so much of too soon because honestly, as far as 
if we're calling it comedy works there i don't really think there's time mm-hmm. uh, that you need to yeah, sure. take into account as much as the space he was in and at a festival like punk rock bowling in, in vegas, vegas you're in vegas a lot of the people working the stage uh, house audio guys, loaders, security. People. Sure, could have lost as you said. A lot of this brother. Well, yeah. it's a lot of right. not even that. Like a lot of the same people probably worked the, that festival. Yeah, lost, yeah, lost the college. Yeah. 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 yeah, like we're there seeing it. I mean, at an outdoor show. Yeah, I mean it's the it, same fucking setup. Yeah, and when so, you have a big outdoor festival in any of these cities, it's usually the same. Like union workers, all, all sure. the same people. So the word trigger warning gets thrown around. Like this is people who recently experienced a, a true to life, all hands on deck tragedy. Um, and the jokes, look, it can still be funny. It can still be poked at. Um, but it's where you draw that line of like, man, these are people who just lost it. So if somebody wants to take offense to that, I, I understand it. Oh, I, I mean, if the guy who lost his brother in the fucking thing wants to take a poke at fucking fat, like, absolutely. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I, I, a thing that I think is, uh, for me, for me, an apology is all the difference. Yeah. If somebody gives a sincere, I shouldn't have said that shit. That's I'm sorry. And I think I mean, that's what happened, right? And, and, yeah, but, but like, I mean, they just riff. They I don't yeah. think it was a planned out yeah, thing. Yeah, like, extemporaneously say I, dumb shit. I, yeah, I, but we're like, there. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I think it's totally fine for Tom to be like, it's too far. Totally fine for you to say it's too far. Totally fine for me to say, not too far for me, but. The, the person yeah, well, you aren't there, you didn't have to experience. Oh, no, sure, like that. sure. So, like, but, but I mean, but, but you gotta be careful with that shit. You're always like, oh, it doesn't affect yeah. me, so I can say no, that it doesn't. Like, that you should be able to say it. But, but that's the thing. Well, no. So the you point enter is, enter a room. Somebody will have gone through something. You don't. You can't like just put a bar of soap in your mouth and never talk because somebody might have been through. No, something. but so that's what that and that's why I'm saying this dude has the right to say that and he exercised that right. And we're on this. I think everyone in this room is on the same side. Yep. He's not funny, so he can he fuck can, himself. But 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 he can say it. What he do can do is he can say that. And what's going to happen is he should have anticipated a very logical triggered response and that every single person in that room had the volition and right to respond the way they did and for him to get kind of a public like, yo, dummy, yeah, don't be so yeah. dumb. I mean, I don't think NoFX is losing fans over this. No. But, uh, I think there's just fans who are looking no, at him like, but it's man, a, come it's, on. Yeah, it's like, it's a guy who a shows. felt untouchable right. sure. and now he knows where the line is. Yeah. The, the and I think that's line. his whole shtick, right? Though yeah, it's totally. sort of like I'm such an antagonist. Like I just fuck with everybody. Nothing's yeah. off bound limits, right. and it's and, and, and like yo. To be honest, most of the time I side with that, and and I've talked about this. I think comedy should be a place that allows people to have these conversations, and you can say kind of whatever with the idea like this can be a dialogue, and if we ain't p- poking fun, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, I, I just don't like. Uh, I don't like the pound of flesh from mm. fan, non-fans afterwards who who want who want something past an apology, a sincere apology. Like yo, we've all got friends and family who have said a dumb fucking thing to us. You know what I mean? Totally. They say sorry, sure. and we go, "All right, man. All right, my dude." Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So that's all I'm looking for. Like, like I, I, again, I don't think there's anything wrong, particularly because I don't find the joke funny. I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody having a problem with it. I'm just saying that, like, for me personally. Once the dude goes, <sighs> yeah, it was the one. Fuck, sorry, sorry my, my dude. bad. <laughs> right, I mean it's, it's the equivalent of the fucking Paul Barrett joke when we were at the fucking Nate Fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dude that it was about thought mm-hmm. it was funny, so yeah. we're like, well, I can't be mad. Yeah, that's right. But but I mean, but if a, a few survivors came out and were like, 
it's kind of fucked up, but it was funny, look, then it's the a different dude, story. The dudes working the lighting when I did punk rock bowling in, in, in fucking Vegas could whoop the fucking shit out of, out of fucking fat Mike. <laughs> sure, and, all the union dudes and, could. And, yeah. and, and maybe... And if they did, I wouldn't think a thing about it. I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying that for me. Once you say you're sorry, if I think it's real, that's the end of the fucking conversation for me. But go on. Yeah, I mean, that's... yeah. So no effects, a formative band, and there are punk and drublick for me. You mean same thing? And I do like to decline a lot, so that's it. But the stuff in between, I don't like. You ride for a lot of it. Yeah, I do. Uh, they put a record last year. Uh, there's a couple songs that I would even consider as good as Punk and Drubber. Most of it, Whoa. not great, but wow. check out. There's a song called uh, California Drought okay. uh, about him trying to get sober. It's really mm, good. Okay, good. It's fast. It's technical. I think you said you had one more. Uh, I did have one more. And I think hopefully most people listening to this have at least checked this out or at least uh, seen a tattoo of this. But mm. uh, Descendants, Milo Ghost College. Mm. It's a great record. There's yeah. some uh, lyrics in there that don't stand up. <laughs> they don't age well. Yeah, they don't age well. But uh, as a whole, you know, that, though. it crosses mm-hmm. over between pop, punk, uh, hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's And it's great. I don't yeah. know. Listen to the bass line on Bikeage and don't want to start like moving around. Uh, I don't know. I... So knowing face to face, that's a good package cover. Uh, I know some of the face to face tattoo, which I think is crazy. Um, I so I reached out to a California dude because I knew that you were going to give us some California tips. So a different type of California dude. Okay. I reached out to Taylor Young and said, "Hey, give me your California, give me your all time California bands." Does he realize Marauders not from California? Yeah, he goes, "Down presser." I said all Punk time. Bands. I said all. No, no. I said California bands because I knew that he wasn't. You also kept this. Kept me to Southern California. I said SoCal punk That's bands. What I, like, I, 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 I would definitely throw a couple Bay Area bands in there. Okay, yeah, it was yes. like rancid, okay. right? Exactly. Yeah. Now come the wolves is a fucking perfect. Okay, so go ahead. So let me just finish okay, this yeah, because yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Uh, shout out to Taylor Young. Uh, down presser. All time. That's insane. <laughs> I hope Todd's not listening that, to this. That uh, perverted justice EP is really yeah. fucking good. I mean, it could, perverted it could justice totally is great. rip. I'm just saying all time. That, Todd put that record out. It's so good. good. Ter- Do you want to know real quick down presser fun fact? Mm. You know the uh, famous, well, there's two. There's a very famous Hulk cover where he's holding something up. Yep. Okay. He's, he's holding the logo up. Yes. Um, there's a one of the original, the Secret Wars first series they get crushed like under a planet and basically he's, and he's got to hold he's it holding up, up. Yep. that's the basis for the down presser cover that I I oh, came up with that cover yeah. okay. and it's somebody holding a world yep. yeah, and yeah. then there's a surrounding of all like different fucked up people the vices of the world I the original sketch was a lot closer to the Hulk that but I wanted it to be more compressed and like more of the world but it, it turned out really cool and it's a shame that record's not like uh, in press or I don't even know if it's up on Spotify, People but that record is good. It's not, it's it's not on Apple Music, but I found a copy in DC. Yeah. It's like a couple tours ago. Oh, yeah? It's so good. Uh, I'll give you uh, on, uh, what's the... the 19, no, it's not 1917. It's, uh, it's what's the God Flesh Six record? 6 I don't know. No, they did their Street album. Cleaner. Street Cleaner Records. Todd's short-lived label. Uh, All right, so yeah. Downpressor. Terror. Terror. Okay. Slayer. Black Flag, mm-hmm. and he says, I would say Strife, but they've been ruined for me, so I'm going to take offense. Okay. He goes, this was hard for me, because I do not like most California bands, mm-hmm. They're and this is why I asked him. They're too soft and skateboardery. 
Mm. Actually, he says skateboardy. Mm. So, so that's exactly why I love California. I know. I know. That's why I reached out to him for a difference of opinion. Mm. Uh, but I didn't expect it to be that different. No. <laughs> but, hey. Uh, different trucks for different folks. Okay. Now, uh, you just came from what? What the fuck you do? Kickboxing, jujitsu? What do you do? <laughs> What is that not real? I thought. What do you do? What'd you just do? You just play some basketball? Where you go, CKO, you go, go you uh, lock a little uh, lacrosse? You go foxy box? Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's the, the thing with the swords? The fucking yeah. fencing? Bushido. <laughs> what do you. I no. go to the gym. When you I, work the gym? Out. I lift stuff. Oh, you lift? Li- oh, right. I thought you did some. I do not do kickboxing. Oh, okay. I thought you did some. What's the hard swipe? Uh, human lifting capacity? That's what it was up to. But, yes. But your man over there at the gym. Yes. Is. Gavin Van Vlack. Who, who we who we would know from? Burn. It's the new and 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 absolution absolution side by side. Mm. Filled in for a bunch of bands actually too. Yeah, bringing it down the ultimate judge tribute band. Mm. <laughs> that. And kind kind of known as one of the no. high talent guys. Super talented. Yo, yeah. he said in some documentary that I don't know if it ever came out, but he's like, New York hardcore is the only cool real thing that came out in the eighties. That's a cool fucking. He's one hundred percent fucking right. I like a lot of stuff from the 80s, but just saying that, it's like, how are you going to disagree? Yeah. Especially from that dude. Change he was like, world. He was like sitting with the Hudson River behind him. I'm like, that's the realest shit I ever heard. That's cool. Change your world. Also a frightening individual. Now. Uh, frightening. Y- Very good dude. You asked him for well, He's got to come on. Let's get him on. Yeah, we're going to have him on. Yeah. yeah. So as his I was, list of SoCal punk bands. Yeah, so I went up to him and I was <laughs> like, he hey, man. Is a fan of this? Yeah. Okay. Dude, he likes good music. So yeah, he's, he's a hardcore there, there's dude. There's so much From stuff the that 80s people don't touch on, like, even Minutemen. I mean, this Great. Three nickels and a Double thing. nickels on a dime. Nickels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like it. Um, Firehose. Uh, it's I could go deep on this, but we'll... we'll Self, self-defense minus me. Big Firehose fans. Really? Not yeah. surprised. Yeah. 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 Nerdless and Firehose. Yeah, there's a there actually yeah, is a good men, there is a good uh, SST podcast that goes through every SST wow, release. Really cool. Yeah, we'll we'll get their name and shout it out. But anyways, uh, so he had Adolescence, okay. first mm-hmm. record. Yeah, of course. X Los Angeles, That's mm, great. underrated, great record. record. Yeah. Um, first Fear record. My on my list, Fear the, the record. record. Oh fuck! Used the song. Uh, I don't care about you. Still, like, one of the first songs that got me into punk. I'm like, this is my feelings on life. Bad Rouge and Suffer. Okay. Great record. Bad, uh, Black Flag Damaged. Okay. Mm, yeah. I was like, you can't really go wrong with those. Yeah. No. See, for Black Flag, the one part where I drop as far as, like, SoCal punk records, my favorite Black Flag record is Loose Nut and Who's Got the Ten and a Half, the live version of everything. And then it might be My War. Um, I'll take it. Like but I don't even... Band. But that's where things... Twist and I'm like they're like weird music band at yeah, that point. I, like I SoCal Punk, I'm going. Damaged. Yeah, yeah. I just never did. For, I really like Jels uh, again. Yeah, I like and I like uh, Keith Morris EP. Yeah, the fucking uh, uh, Nervous Breakdown. I yeah, prefer everything right. before Rollins. Like Nervous yeah. Breakdown. Yeah, we've talked but, about this. I, I like the Rollins era better. I'll take Nervous Breakdown over any other Black Flag and over anything else Keith Morris did. Wow. I will I will too but but I listen to Group Sex. That was also that's, like, a, nope. that's a great record and it gets it's like the difference between punk and hardcore at that point in time it's not there. But that record I like I feel like it's kind of like a spit in the face to Greg Ginn and Black Flag and be like, "Oh, you want y'all yeah. y'all want to do this? All right. I Group Sex or Damaged." Yeah, that was I don't know. number six. Yeah, group sex. It's um, really fucking good, man. And I had it on tape as a kid. Oh yeah. And I don't remember. I think it it, 
it repeats twice on the side yes. A, yes. and side B is blank. Yes. And it says, like, please use this to take down the record industry or something. Yeah, yeah. So you could, like, bootleg yeah. stuff. Yeah. Indecision also covered Circle Tracks. That's What's true. Wrong? Operation. Oh, great song. Yeah, it's yeah I, uh, the transition that. from um, whatever into Beverly Hills, the two tracks, it's so fucking good. It's good. Yeah, and it goes right, it the, goes right into Central Skank. What's it called? I, want, I, just I just want some skank. skank. Yeah, yeah. I just want some skank. Do you fuck with Circle Jerks? No. Dude, really? Listen to fucking no. Group Sex. There's some one of the cool best punk tracks. Ever. Yeah, and like, I was thinking, because like we're continuing to try, song. Yeah. Yeah. We're continuing yeah. trying to hone down the things that would make you like a record. Clarity of vocals is a big thing to you. Clarity of the vocals on that, really good. So, anyways, um, I'm trying to think of what other. Any ones that have been left off the list that you'd throw on there? It's Devo, California? I always forget. Devo? I feel like there's. No. no. Really, from like Colorado or something weird. I was going to say, uh, yeah, it's not. No, it's not California. Uh, um, I throw. Um, I'd change bad religion records probably, but I mean it's. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I was gonna throw in Angry Samoans back from Samoa, which, True. as discussed on a walk getting food, has some real straight up <laughs> offensive lyrics. Um, but they also have songs like they saved Hitler's cock. Uh, weird, definitely. Yeah. Um, it said kill, kill today. Um, cool record. I. Uh, I ride hard for some other stuff that I'm not quite like all the Nardcore stuff. Stalag 13 LP, that's a hardcore record. Mm-hmm. Ill repute hardcore. Um, RKL, questionable, but like <laughs> hardcore record to me. Um, Featuring Josh Brolin. Yeah. But did he play right. RKL? Yeah, right. Rich Kid Briefly, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. RKL, yeah. And then uh, RKL became Lagwagon and mm-hmm. five dudes died. Yep. Like everyone OD'd in that band. So then, uh, then I like some of the I like Battalion of Saints, San Diego shit. I like um, Dead Counties. Dead Counties from NorCal. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, a band who kind of got overlooked, and they did a reissue in the early two thousands. But it's awesome skate punk, Los Alvedados. Never heard of them. Really awesome. Kind of more, more hardcore than you'd think, but like has some of the melodies without going poppy. And it's with it for the forgotten. There you go. There you go. Was that reissued on Alternative Tentacles? Is that why I know that? Maybe. Could be. I mean, it, it was really good. 2002 ish kind okay. of thing. I, I love it. Um, and I urge people to go check it out. There's just a lot of good stuff. And if you like faster leaning stuff or you like melodic leaning stuff, you should check it. Or if you just like shit with good energy, I really think. Like, if you like Down to Nothing, you should check out all this stuff because you're going to find shit you like. I constantly forget about Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah. Uh, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're fantastic. And they're the band. If you like. If you like take offense, you better know who Suicidal Tendencies yeah. is. Running if you out. don't, if you like yeah. running out, oh, yeah, if you like running out, you should like all this shit. If you like more metallic stuff, go check out Join the Army by Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah. Um, Never but, mind like the bass stuff, you know. And the bass stuff's got a lot of shit going on. I mean, Neurosis. Neurosis. As they go on. You know what? Ranted. Yo, like, hot take. Neurosis. Maybe my favorite Bay band. There you Interesting. go. Probably, Do you I mean, what? Where is your era for them? Do you have you ever fucked with Pain of Mind? Yeah, we've talked about this. I have like we? them significantly better after when they got Sliver off. of Blood through Silver it, and through Silver and through Silver and Blood. But uh, through Silver and Blood is the first one I like. Followed by Times of Grace is next. Is that right? I like those two records a lot. When they get all they transition. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like best. Okay. Uh, and then, That's as far right. as California, it's just uh, Hoobastank for me, over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all five. Gore Hills. <laughs> you got P. Roach from okay. Sacramento. Oh. I want to shout out Incubus. They went to <laughs> high school. With, yeah, they yeah. Calabasas High School. Um, What's his name? Brandon Boyd won Most Unique in high school. Full-on hi- hippie uh, 
fish covers in the garages in Calabasas. So he's got that DIY spirit. Uh, <laughs> I would just, you put Game Face on there? Not for me personally. I love Game Face, but would you consider them a punk band? Uh, yeah, but they're in that '90s, like Far Side. Strange, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. like like yeah. they hit that where there's there's an alt influence too. Yeah. Like you can tell they listen to SoCal punk, Bad Religion, and also College Rock. No, sure, you know what I mean. Sure. Open that door for a second. Um, oh, I, so hot. I, I just want to draw attention to something. Uh, look at this uh, text I just got. That's from my beautiful girlfriend. Oh no. oh, no. So that's why you're wrapping this up. <laughs> we. I mean, I'm also late to walk some dogs. Oh, um, okay. But uh, Yeah, I was going to pressure into the, the conversation. We guess we'll touch that next time. You got to walk these dogs it is and really represent good. Woo. We so. just got a text uh, that came up on my it? screen. You want me read it? <laughs> yeah, please. Wrap it up, B. Hold on. Actually, hey, Amelia. Amelia. I'd, love for, I'd love for her to read her own text. Hold on. Amelia. Would you read your text, please? We're, we're logging off on this. Uh, you, the your text, text that, the text you just sent me. That I'm not happy. Oh. I'm very unhappy with you, with all of you, in fact. And I would like it if you could just fucking stop talking. Yes, You've been talking you, for two and a half hours. Well, yes, baby. We, we, we are done. Yeah. We are done. Thank from you, Toronto. Uh, Okay, Stop this has been Axe to Grind. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Amelia is a very awesome person. I enjoy my conversations with her all the she's time. She's the best. Yeah, she's but really cool. But when she's not happy, she's not happy. Yeah, she's not happy with I you. It's, she's not happy enough with you that it's siphoned out to all yeah, of us. Yeah, it has so. nothing to do with the three of us. It's just how much she doesn't like you. Yeah, we've been talking for two and a half. Um, all right. Uh, we did want to touch on a very big issue, but it's going to We're going to do it wait. next time. We're going um, to actually pile up a bunch of episodes in the next week or two. So this is a good one to save. All right. Teaser. Everybody, uh, uh, do the come on, plugs. Uh, so I'm bad at our you plugs. can find us on Twitter at Axe to Grindcast, and you can email us at uh, Axe to Grindpodcast at gmail.com. Thank, Thank you. you. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Axe to Grind Podcast. We got a Facebook group. Join that. It's popping off. A lot of a lot people of talking. Stuff. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Right? It's yeah. cool. It's uh, cool. People just starting conversations. You, you actually, we need, we're going to get you. We're going to set. I'm just, Facebook, I'm just going to set you up a fake profile. Yeah, it'll Facebook. be. Yeah, oh, you, you want to No, no, no. I'm going to set it up and we'll all act as you. and like just. Fact just I'll just be like, yeah. I just disagree. Uh, I think, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you like to drink apple juice? I want to give a little too acidic. I got to start doing this. I got to give a shout out to my other podcast that I'd like everybody to check out uh so that's worst possible timeline where uh it's just eric who's been a guest on this show and, and we've been guests over there yes. kind of so. uh, and we just look at the world through the most miserable twitter timeline possible mm-hmm. uh and i have just launched a podcast with my beautiful unhappy girlfriend uh called called Amelia and Patrick attempt the Kama Sutra. Okay, and what's uh, that about? Exactly what it sounds. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you've done a few different podcasts, and there's only been one I couldn't really listen to, which was just you talking to yourself. Yeah. Is this which one is to listen like to? No. That? Is this one going to be listenable? Uh, it's got it's got the very uh, insightful insights of of uh, your my bedtime insightful time. Insights. Yeah. She's wonderful and smart, so maybe we'll listen. Yeah. No, I th- I think people are really going to enjoy it if they like the episode that she was on. And are you going like, to shout our podcast out on this? Because that thing's going to explode. Yeah. All right. Uh, I see. mean, it's, uh, this is what we call uh, cross-platform synergy. Mm-hmm. That anything else? That was sh- hardcore you in a different way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mac, you got anything to shout out? Oh, yeah. Talk about, you, you're in a band, Wince. Yeah. Uh, new band called Wince. I haven't played a show or anything, but uh, if you like... Technical California skate punk. Check it out. It's on. It's out on all the streaming sites. All that stuff. Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Perfect. Wince. Check it out. Yeah, you talked about that. 
Yeah, I way big, back. I big up it way it's back. like I, I cannot like it on principle, but it is undeniably good. Did we like kind of give propaganda as the? Yeah, but it's not it's not as hard as propaganda. Okay, let me give. I my, wish it was. All right, my shout outs and recommendations. Um, I'm gonna shout out uh, the uh, my friend's band, The Wilds. You got to check them out. They just released a two song thing that is maybe gonna come out on a tape. Who knows? Um, but it's on streaming services, The Wilds. And uh, you can check out my Depop shop where I sell nice. vintage shirts. Um, You're wearing a cool one right now. This one's cool. Uh, mail order time machine. Old sports, old culture, old hardcore punk shirts. Uh, it's all there. Hats, all that fun shit. So Depop, mail order time machine. All right. What do you got? Shout out, go to Rikers, and then I'll help you get back into life. Yeah, if you're mentally ill and you go to Rikers, I got you. Uh, my recommendation is be nice to people. What indecision songs should people listen to this week? To get like psyched for the show? Yeah. Give them one. Do you know enough indecision song? Uh, what's the one that begins with the Bhopal? Uh, Purgatory. Purgatory is a hard Purgatory. song. Purgatory. Right, Pretty hard. Go. I would go that, maybe Dream Come True. Maybe sprinkle in some Most Precious Blood, Nothing in Vain songs, because those will be played. <laughs> yeah, boy. We're gonna murder. I'll I don't think you notice it. Like I don't think you're ready song. for this. No, you just raised the. It's raised been like a year and a half. I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. You gonna play the knot? We don't play that. We're playing <sighs> Heroes of Conspiracies. That's a fast, hard song. It's very fast. Lesson Zero and Heroes of Conspiracies and The Lantern probably. Lesson Zero is great. I'm gonna shout out Max from Ash's Rise shirt. Cool guy. Uh, it's a good shirt. I was psyched on that. Yeah. yeah. Fan. All right. Thank you so much. This has been Axe to Grind, uh, the only podcast you need. Stay warm.